Welcome, Toon fans, to another episode of Toon Hounds, your fortnightly foray into all things animated. I'm Rich Masters, and with me as always is my good old buddy old pal, Spiffsy. I'm here too! Excellent. Um, I uh, realised today that I've been saying that fortnightly foray into all things animated and not realising that I say it every episode. Oh, yeah. I thought that was on Someone purpose. Someone pointed it out to me. No, I just I just <laughs> do it s- accidentally. D- d- no, there's no way. <laughs> I, I, I think I started doing it, and then it sat in my subconscious every time we record. That is, I don't, that's insane. <laughs> I don't, it's not even part of my. I, I like write out a little thing of like just a reminder yeah. of what to do as an intro and outro, which even uh, makes it more uh, annoying that I get it wrong all the time. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I've just said that accidentally. It's obviously it's something... Insane. You've given yourself a catchphrase. I... Yeah. <laughs> um, I did use the word foray in a meeting the other day. Really? I also used the word lollygag, and everyone was like, oh, the English student, isn't he? And I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> No lollygagging. Uh... <laughs> You've been playing Oblivion too much. <laughs> um, this week, we're... you'd know if you're a regular listener, um, and you listened to last time's episode, you should but be. we are doing a ranking of the um, What If Marvel series, but season two, because we did it for season one. We did. And our lists were identical, <laughs> apart from one episode was, it was way out of whack, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think our top and bottom mm. were swapped. It was something like that, yeah. or second from bottom and second from top. Yeah, something like that. Um, and I, I know which one it was. It was the, I ranked the um, Hank Pym killing the Avengers much higher than you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh, I thought that was, oh, I thought that episode was a bit boring. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I thought it was a great little detective story. Yeah. Um, this season, I think our lists aren't going to be as similar. I don't. Either. I think this yeah. season is all over the fucking place. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I did like a ranking of like uh, my favorite to the least favorite, and I struggled in the middle. Like I knew what my favorite and my yeah. least favorite were. Yeah, but the rest of them—they're all over the place. They are. There are episodes that are great for the last ten minutes and are absolute garbage for the first <laughs> yeah. ten minutes as well. Yeah. And one of those that is in my list at near the top is one of those episodes. Like mm. the last ten minutes was so good, they actually brought it back up again. Yeah, we've also had a little look at um, some online lists, and we completely disagree with them. <laughs> completely, I don't know what they're talking completely. about. Completely. There's one that I'm just like, really, I do not know what they're talking about. Okay, so last time um, Spiv and I, what we, how we did it was, Spiv, uh, I read my list and Spivzy said, well, I put that at number and then we just talked about the episode and why we liked it and disliked it. And this time Spivzy's going to do his list and I'm going to chime in. Okay, cool. So take it away. T- bake them away, toys. What's number nine? <laughs> bake them away. Um, my, well, I've ranked mine as like, Nine out of nine stars. And yeah, then oh, eight okay. out of nine. Then seven out of nine. So my one out of nine stars, the lowest on the list, is what mm. if Strange Supreme intervened? Oh, so that was uh where was that? That was number eight on my list. So close to the bottom that <laughs> Very it close. was only edged out by one. <laughs> which this list I'm looking at from Forbes, I don't know why Forbes yeah. are commenting on this. That's weird. Puts yeah. that puts that one at number one. Oh, get lost! It is such Seriously. a bad episode. It's so boring. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happens. It's um, it's the uh, worst of the half a season of Peggy Carter episodes. Yeah, 
Yeah, um, definitely. Why yeah. Why are they doing so many Peggy Carter episodes? They think that they, they, they've created a goldmine, and they have not. No, <laughs> there's a lot of Peggy Carter in this season. Yeah, it was a, it was a strange episode. This one, Strange Supreme intervened because it comes out of nowhere for one thing. Yeah, absolutely. Like it, it does feel like they were trying to make it into a season long arc of what Strange was going up, up getting up to. But in the, I mean, this is the season finale. So it should yeah. be like a culmination of all the other stuff that's happened during, during like that f- season. Like the first season was. Like this first season was. But this one, it just felt like, oh, we need to do something with him. Like we've been putting him in all these episodes and he hasn't done anything. Mm. So the plot of the episode, as I remember it, because I haven't watched these episodes since Christmas mm. when they first came out. I didn't have time to watch yeah. any of this, any of them for this episode. Um, is Strange Supreme has been capturing all the bad people from the different multiverses or, and caging them up, keeping them, keeping them up. And he tells her it's to save the universe, but he's actually using it to try and rebuild his own universe where his... I can't remember what her name is. Christine. You know, the woman. Christine. Christine Yeah, Doctor Palmer. Stranger's woman is, yeah, is Doctor basically Strange's woman. <laughs> what she's been reduced to in this season. Yeah, because she doesn't... She's on screen, but she never has any dialogue. No. Which, which happens a lot during this season, where people will be on yeah. screen and have no dialogue. Uh, yeah, it turns out that he's been a bad... He's been a bad man, and... Um, all the stuff he was talking about was all a lie, and he was using it to try to destroy the multiverse, basically, to get his but, own people back. But also, it's so weird because the the setup is the more important thing. Like, how has he been capturing all these people, which we never see? Yeah, we see. don't know. No. Um, there's lots of um, potential to create a oh, let's a, a lot of what if characters in the what if prison, right? Yeah. But they don't yeah. do that. They just bring back like Killmonger and Thanos and. Uh, yeah, all people the, the we've most, seen before. Yeah, all people the, we've seen before. Ultron. The most interesting one we see is a cowboy Loki. Yeah, and he's on screen oh. for like half a second. They don't and say a demonic about it. Racket, rocket raccoon. Yeah, that's it. Like that would have mm-hmm. been more interesting if we got to see who those people were. Like even mm. like just five minutes of seeing Strange taking people from different dimensions. Yeah, it have that as the background after credit scene, end scene of every episode this season. Yeah, that would have made way more sense. The what, my uh, least favorite part of this episode is when Killmonger shows up with the Infinity uh, armor that he got yep. from the first season, and he has no dialogue because they couldn't get anybody to do the voice for him. Yeah, and Kahori, really just basically makes a mockery of the entire um, Infinity Stones uh, by pulling him out of the armor instantly. Um, it's <laughs> overpowered in the worst possible way because Kahori is quite an interesting character. Yeah. Um, and they reduce her to Dr. Manhattan, uh, but Native yeah, American. doesn't even make sense in like the power scaling that they have for no. this show. Because she has the power of the blue one. Which one's that one? Space. Oh, the Tesseract. Yeah, the Tesseract yeah, one. Yeah, space, yeah. She has the space stone style, but she doesn't have all of the space stone no. power because it has been spread out amongst her people. So why is she so strong? <laughs> Also, wasn't it supposed to be connected to Ancestral Homeland? Yeah, yeah. So why is she having such a power bump off-planet? Yeah, I don't get it. I, don't, I really don't get it. I think they also, went too far the opposite direction. They wanted to have a really powerful character, but they took it too far. It's weird. It was, it was weird. Yeah. It's like the epitome of the... like. I don't agree with the Mary Sue argument... But this character is the epitome of the Mary Sue argument. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's hard yeah. to it's hard to discount it. Um, I think one of the biggest things I ha- issues I have with the episode is that that 
Doctor Strange story was told efficiently, yeah. well, in the first season. Yeah, we've and then done he it. became yeah. a agent of the multiverse, an Avenger of the multiverse. Yeah, I, it whatever was, you want to call them. I liked his uh, redemption arc in the first season, mm. and it's just it's thrown away for the second one. Just none of waste. that mattered. Yeah, just so that they can get Kahori and Peggy Carter over again. Peggy Carter, by this point, has outstayed her welcome by two episodes. Yeah, yeah, she's in it too much in this season. Way too much. Yeah, I feel like this as like a whole. This season two of what if didn't it didn't go far enough no it's not interesting enough the good episodes are the what if something happens to change the entirety of the story not just um what if something happened and we swapped a character out which is what i i think if anyone listened to the first season this is what we agreed we were worried about yeah this (laughs) that it was like gonna be a what if the hulk was actually steve rogers yeah Um, and that's not interesting that's not interesting at all. Yeah, because like the best what if comics are, are like what if somebody died rather than yeah. what if somebody was another person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if it was? Do you know what I want to see? Something like what if Aunt May was the one who died rather than Uncle Ben? Would that have had any impact on Peter? Um, there but, is one. Yeah, it's um, a comic, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but why are they not doing that in the show? Yeah, I don't get it. No. Uh, um, there's a lot of characters where. I mean, like, what if season two was in development for years, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like four, three or four years in development. So there's a lot of things that happened in between that I think they would have done if they'd had the time. Like, we yeah. get nothing to do with... I mean, I would have liked to see something to do with the Celestials, as crap yeah. as the... as the, and, and the Eternals, as crap as the movie was. I'd yeah. like to see them actually get a what-if episode. Or um, Shang-Chi. Why isn't he in any of these? No, I know. And considering how much the Ten Rings are referenced throughout the yeah. entire season... Um, it's so weird. You could have used this to get some of the lesser characters over, uh, the ones yeah. who haven't been deemed important enough to have a sequel yet. Um, you could have had like more with Falcon. You could have had uh, more with... I'm trying to think of another character. Kamala Khan. Yeah, there's so much they could have done. Like Put Moon Knight in it, or anyone. Mm. It, was, yeah. it was just... Um, it was Peggy Carter stuff and Black Widow stuff or the, throughout the entire season. Yeah, yeah. Very strange. And, yeah, it is. But I mean, saying all this, odd. overall, I enjoyed watching the episodes, but I feel yeah. like they didn't go far enough with it. I think there's there are two. I didn't hate this episode. I just thought it was like a loss of potential, and I think that's yeah. possibly what this season is about. There's only a few episodes that are great, mm, and I yeah. think that's a bit of a shame. Yeah. Um, Did you see that um, teaser that they put up for season three? No. Of um. Uh, Red Guardian and Bucky are in a car together, and they have a fight on a, on a freeway with oh, a, right, okay. with some other people. And it's this. I think this is one of the major issues with the what the style of what if the animation style is that they've made everybody try to look like their actors. Yeah, but it gets to the point where everybody just looks the same. Like in this in this clip that they release, Red Guardian doesn't have a beard because it's set like years ago, mm-hmm. and he's younger, and it doesn't look anything like David Harbour. It looks like yeah. a completely different person. And if it didn't say who it was on the screen, you would have no idea it was meant to be Red Guardian. That's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, like, there is a, uh episode this season where the, an original character is developed. And yeah. it's, you know, very effective. Uh, it ultimately doesn't go anywhere, which is a bit of a shame. Mm-hmm. But I want to see more of that. Yeah. I want. I don't want to see 
the Avengers in New York, just with a slightly different roster. I think the best example of that from season one was Zombies. Yeah, yeah. I thought they were going to do another one. I did as well. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't. But they, they are doing that Zombies cartoon, aren't they? So maybe yeah. they didn't want to step on anyone's toes. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, Strange Supreme intervened is at my uh, bottom of the list. Yeah, I think as well, like, just to point out again, due to lack of, like, lost potential. Yeah, I don't think because it's a terrible episode. Yeah, I I didn't really have any interest in Strange Supreme's storyline in this. No. We'll say, at the very end of the episode, uh, it was fun to see a nod to Loki. It was nice to see them actually acknowledging something that happened in another series. Hmm. I've got, a, I've, got my, I've got my list here. Wait one second. I've got my list here and I'm missing one. Oh, have you done that? Two, three. Oh, no, it's because I'm an idiot and I can't count. Never mind. <laughs> uh, it goes there. That's where it goes. Okay, next time. Next one. Uh, my second from the bottom, which I gave a score of two out of nine, mm-hmm. is uh, what if Iron Man crashed into the Grandmaster? Oh, so I went up and down with this. It's on my original list as second from bottom. And then I thought more about some of them. Yeah. And I was like, it was that loss of potential stuff again. But yeah, this, yeah. there is a block of four at the bottom, which I think can be easily interchangeable. Mm. So I've got Iron Man went to Sakaar at number seven. Oh, not too far off then. You're only one no, up. one yeah. position. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean... <laughs> Because this was the this episode was one that they were meant to do for the first season because it's the, that's the Gamora that we see in uh, the Guardians of the Multiverse. Yeah. So I think I expected more from it because like yeah. hi- it was a bit more hyped up than all the other episodes. But really, it's just a kind of really silly Mad Max pastiche. Well, it reminds me of the Super Mario Brothers film and the Mario Kart chase. I still haven't seen it, so I'll have to take your word for it. That one. It's just. I don't understand. Jeff Goldblum is superb in this episode. I will say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, yeah, yeah. really funny. I think Test- all altogether the um the voice acting's gotten a lot better. Yeah, there's a few. Uh, Peggy Carter sometimes doesn't sound like herself, and Tessa Thompson is an awful voice actor. Yeah, she had no um. <laughs> I don't think she was like directed properly in this. No, she, she was just asked to read. Yeah, it was like you know she was given something on the back of a notebook and was like, read this, please. You have one take starting now. Um, I there's something special about Thor Ragnarok. It really balanced the. I think Taika Waititi did it by accident almost because uh, mm, yeah. you know Thor Love and Thunder is an absolute dog show. Um, but this is not the homage to Thor Ragnarok that it thinks it is. No, it's not. No, it was. I didn't. I didn't feel any kind of connection to anything that was happening during the episode. Yeah. Like I didn't really like. It was one. I mean, I know it's like a, t- it's a TV show and it's, they're going to win at the end, but it yeah. still felt like there were no stakes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he felt, Iron Man felt like, uh, you know, to to explain, Iron Man, instead of going back through the portal at the end of Avengers, uh, the first Avengers film, he destroys Thanos's Chitauri and then the Chitauri fleet mm-hmm. and then the portal closes and he is yeah. sent to Sakaar. Yeah. Um, where he's which I, like I a think celebrity, which is weird. The the start of that is a brilliant what if. Mm. Like, what if he never came back? That's great. Yeah. But yeah. I wouldn't have gone in this direction. No, I wouldn't have even gone to Sakaar. No, I would I have had either. Iron no. Man as a captive of Thanos or yeah, something I, like I that. I would have had him with the um, the Ravagers. Yeah, yeah, that would have been much better. <laughs> I wouldn't have sent him to Sakaar to, to have a, a race. 
Yeah, it's so weird. It's so. Um, I think the thing is, it's in. It, it's reminiscent of Iron Man two, and yeah. I think there is. If there's a film from the Marvel first Marvel uh, phase that you don't want to re revisit, it's Iron Man two. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a, there's only one uh, breakout character in Iron Man two which anybody should care about, and he does get an episode in this list. He does, yeah, and he is the best part of that episode by a long way. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just boring. Yeah, I didn't I think... really. I it one of those that annoyed me a bit where it was like uh, Iron Man should be able to build a car which goes much faster than this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like that thing with why does Sonic the Hedgehog drive a car in racing mm. game? Yeah, doesn't make any sense. No. Um. I think Iron Man is at his best when he is either at the service of no one but himself or yeah. at the service of everyone else at the expense of himself. Yeah. And this one is a middle ground. And it's like, I don't like the guy who voices Iron Man. I don't think he's great. I, I, I think he's terrible. Um, <laughs> um, uh, what's his name? Um, is it Nolan North? It's not Nolan uh, North, Mick, is it? It's Mick Wingert. Oh, right. Okay. Um, it's, it's awful. He's just doing a really bad impersonation. Yeah, and but I think really they, bad. <laughs> they use him for the games and stuff like that as well. Yeah, and I don't yeah. think like he's very good in 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 games. But he's nothing in this episode, and I no, am so no. sick and tired of Korg. Yeah, I am as well a bit. He was yeah. really <laughs> funny in Ragnarok, but the joke has been done. Yeah, and I outstayed I, his welcome a lot. I mean, he's in he's in like three episodes of this. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. And and Tessa Thompson does nothing. She's in completely inconsequential to the plot. And Gamora is so easily talked round. Yeah, yeah. It's as and if she shouldn't even be there. Her uh, storyline in this episode is more interesting than the stuff that Iron Man's got going on. Absolutely, but we don't see enough of it. No, we don't see any of it. We see the um, the aftermath, and that's it. Yeah, which is very weird. very strange. Yeah, because it it also sort sort of implies that Thanos wasn't being hurt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then where did the um, the Infinity Crusher come from? Why does she no, have to care about the Infinity Stones? I don't know. <laughs> I no didn't get one. I don't. Yeah. I don't really understand. I really don't. It's a. It's a boring episode. It's not, again. It's not bad. It's perfectly watchable. Mm, yeah. Um. But it's Mario Kart. It's Mad Max. It doesn't make any sort of sense for. Um. Like. It's like. It's. I can see why. Why the directors thought to go with cars because it's like. Oh, they had a gladiatorial arena. Let's do chariot races too. But <laughs> yeah. they're not the Romans. They're not actually the Romans. They could have done so much <laughs> more with it. Yeah, I agree. It, um, it was a, a wasted opportunity, this one. Yeah. And it really doesn't set up Gamora in the way that I think that she deserved for that first series. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. It, it felt like they wanted to go to have her be a bit more of a um, standout character throughout the season. Mm. But it just didn't happen. Mm. It's odd. It's an odd episode. Yeah. What's your next pick? My next one, which I, I'm not sure if this will be um, similar to yours, but my mm-hmm. score of three out of nine was what if Hella found the Ten Rings? Oh, no. Hella is very much uh, further up the list. I think she's at, she's at four on mine. Oh. Um, this was one where I liked the first half and didn't really gel with the second half. Are we, we're entering into that. That whole yeah. period, that whole middle sticky area that is like half a good episode and half a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> what didn't it's, you like about it? Um, I like the 
the how it happened. I like the what if aspect of mm. it, like how she ends up in this situation, which is where um, Odin casts her out, like like he did with Thor. Instead of sending her to hell, he sends her to Midgard. I like that setup. Mm-hmm. But then halfway through the episode, Hela's character completely changes just because somebody's nice to her for five seconds. Yeah, it. I think the problem with this episode, which I overlooked, uh, because of the, it's because of the time limit, right? Yeah. Yeah, they haven't got enough time to do everything, and I always think to myself, if you haven't got enough time, you're not telling the story, right? Yeah, you know the format. It's like creating an hour-long episode of Star Trek and then having to cut fifteen minutes off of it, right? Yeah. If you have to do that, then you're not telling the story, and you shouldn't tell the story. I didn't see the need for her to go and train with no, the I didn't Dragon either. Clan. No, I didn't either. Um, it felt like they knew they had their beginning written and they want they knew what conclusion they wanted like they had it in their the, in their mind the scene with them all going on the rainbow bridge to stop thanos yeah and just guessed the rest of mm. how to get get it to that point and it just yeah. rushed through it it was it was a really good concept for an episode which was just done badly yeah i i agree although i don't think it was as bad as some of the others yeah um, yeah <laughs> Uh, the things I liked about it were, again, the opening, um, because always seems a little bit... Um, I know uh, Odin is a terrible character. Like, in, in comics, in films, in every media, Odin is an awful, awful uh, father, god, Yeah, whatever, he's, a, king he's, he's not a nice man. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, but Is he still dead in the comics? I don't know. I haven't read any of the thing past the Jason Aaron run. Yeah, I haven't read any Thor since, like, October last year. When, Have you read um, the JMS run? I don't think so, no. No, I haven't read much Thor. The only Thor that I've read is when it crosses over with the Hulk. Right, okay. So I kind of, like, get like the end of Thor runs. <laughs> I've, I've got a spare copy that's got some um, mild water damage that I will send your way, because there's no way <laughs> I'm going to be able to sell it. Um, <laughs> so, but um, what I liked about it was the, the setup and the the arrogance on display i think mainly i liked the fact that it was hela hela yeah um hela is a really good character right um yeah she's fun yeah she's good i think it's a shame that they had her be the sister of thor rather than the daughter of loki um uh, but that's just a that they've made up for that with the way that in which they've done the story right yeah um i think the bit with the dragon clan is the bit where it drops i think i I would keep her with wan wan chu is that his name I'm just saying random Wenwu. syllables. Wenwu. 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 Uh, all right. Um, so uh, I think she should have stayed with Wenwu and yeah. learn about um, humility through that connection. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. And not in, a, not in a romantic sense. I don't think that needs to be a, a thing. But No, I the... didn't. They do, they do kind of like touch upon that in the episode. But where she's he, not interested. Um... Yeah, she's not interested because she uh, he gives her a red dress and yeah. um, it's in like the medieval Chinese life. Fortune and marriage. Yeah, yeah. It was red dresses um, were what you got married in because uh, she gets his wife in um, Shang-Chi gets married in a red dress as well. I think it's the same one. I um, There's lots to like about this episode. It has a fuzzy middle. Mm, yeah. Um, like a, a middle that it's the second act problem, I think. She uh, should have come back for the final. Yeah, absolutely. when she's like when she becomes the um the goddess of life or whatever it is they're calling her. Yeah, 
She should have been there at the end. You do. She yeah. does get the uh, helmet at the end. Yeah. But it would have made more sense to have the actual character be there. They were very focused on items in this season, I think. Yeah, like it was a fetch quest. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, you're, you're, you've leveled up. You've now got the spear. Yeah, um, it was a fetch quest, but we didn't get to see them actually fetch any of the items. Yeah. They just happened to be there at the end. <laughs> um, so I had that at four. So um, my next pick, which I've got ranked four of nine. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where it gets to the point where uh, these are episodes I actually it do enjoy. interchangeable. Well, these are like right? the ones that I enjoy from this point on. Like those, those are the three of the ones where I think, I wouldn't really watch them again. But okay. from these ones are the ones where I think, yeah, I'd watch them again. They're quite good. My four out of nine is what if Peter Quill attacked Earth's Mightiest Heroes? Oh, man. he's That is at three for me. Really? Yeah. Well, is it? No, I've counted wrong. It's at two. Really? He, so second Hello best. was at three. Quill was at two. Wow. <laughs> um, I really liked this one. I, I think it's really great. I think it's a really one. fun episode. Yeah. Um, I also liked um, the 1988 Avengers. Yeah, I did as well. I, I wish there really had fun. been a new <laughs> yeah. character, though. That's what's missing from the episode. Like a real new character that can come in. Getting to see Goliath, though. That was fun. Yep. It, and actually, as Goliath. Yeah, that, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Kurt Russell, pretty good as Ego doing, his vo- doing the voice acting. Yeah, he was better, I think. Yeah. He was than he was in the film. Yeah, um, it was interesting to see some Howard Stark and Pe- Peggy Carter again, but as an older woman. I like being... old old yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. Peggy. I don't have I do a problem as well. with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, yeah I, I really like... I think um, Michael Douglas is a pretty good... It's not Michael Douglas, is it? It is yeah, Michael it's... Douglas, yeah. Yeah, Michael Douglas. Him, yeah. I yeah. thought it was... It, I always get it confused between Michael Douglas and Kirk Douglas. Kirk Douglas is dead. He was Spartacus. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kirk Douglas is one who, who's like 700 years old at this point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Michael Douglas was really good. Yeah, he's... he's um, I did... Um, this is something they do quite a lot when they get like an older person to voice themselves as a child. Did sound a bit like young Hank Pym had some dental issues. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They they speed it up slightly as well, I yeah. think, <laughs> to get the pitch. Annette Benning was good. Uh, Lawrence yeah. Fishburne was good. Um, uh, Smashing Stan, <laughs> yeah. As as usual, he's not. Yeah. He's not a voice actor. No, he's not. But you know, I mean, good on him for being one of the main cast to actually come back to do the voice acting. Uh, he was really bad in sixteen oh two. Really yeah. bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really liked this one because I thought that. Um, it could have easily turned into a battle, but it was like it had a beginning, middle and end. And it was like mm. it, it, the real thing was about Hank learning to be a parent. Yeah. And I yeah. quite liked that. And I also liked the fact that it was good parent versus bad parent. It was like, yeah, ego was terrible and, and Quill wasn't coming to destroy Earth. He was coming yeah. to just find his mum and, yeah. you know, um, get away from ego. I thought that was really good. And the fight in the desert was great. With all the little egos, yeah, with the um, the homunculi that come out of the sand, yeah, yeah that was. Really I really fun. liked it. It was it was my number two, two in the list. Yeah, I this reminded me of the what if Hank Pym Hank Pym killed the Avengers episode. Mm. It yeah. was no, it was imperfect, but it was a very very tight narrative that I enjoyed. I enjoyed, yeah, I really enjoyed this one. I thought it was one of the better ones. Yeah, what you got next? Do you want my five of nine? Five of nine. The Lesser Borg drone. <laughs> what if Captain Carter fought the Hydra Stomper? 
exactly the same position, middle of really? the road. <laughs> that's that's uh, fun. The yep, first, straight, right in the middle. The first half of the episode is so bad because it is just a recreation of uh, Winter Soldier. I and which makes me wonder: did they do that to remind people of Winter Soldier? Because it's one of the oldest ones that they've referenced during this. Yeah, during this season. Um, and I can see why they do it because it is probably one of, if not the best Marvel film. Yeah, uh, yes, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, probably. I'd say it's probably my favourite. It's like got seventy spy nostalgia feel into it. That's really great. And like Cap is the best. Cap's yeah. probably my favourite MCU character. Yeah, probably I'd say Cap. Uh, he's just yeah. more more a complete character, and Chris Evans nails his performance. But um, this, the second half of the episode is so good. The fight with the yeah. widows and the red room. I think the weakest part is the stomper. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's um the uh, Hydra stomper stuff. I didn't really understand most of it. Like, no. I mean, it's it's one of those things where it doesn't really matter to have the explanation of how he survived for this long and things like yeah. that. But it is a bit weird that he's like the Hydra managed to stop his aging by putting him in a robot. I mean, like with Bucky, it made sense because it was like a fake. Super Soldier Serum that they were trying out, wasn't it? Again, yeah, and they've been life. They've been freezing him as well. Yeah. And I think that maybe they were trying to go down that road, but um, what they don't explain very well is that how st- uh, Captain Carter's been in it so much now that there is quite a complex story, and she yeah. jumped into the future through the portal to arrive at the point of Avengers One, right? Yeah. So if she did that. There's been a time where Bucky and Cap have been fighting in her absence and Hydra kidnapped Steve, but not Bucky. Yeah. It's really weird. And it's, yeah, it's, 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 I think it's quite an interesting uh, thing for them to do because it is the most uh, what-if thing that they've got in this season is mm. the history of the universe where it was Captain Carter. Yeah. Like yeah, we see where, um, like where Bucky shows up in this and he's an old man. Yeah, he's the senator. He's the yeah. um, Donald Pierce character, isn't he? Yeah, that's a great different. That's a great way of doing it. Still talking to the same um, representatives as the council. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which was weird. I liked the relationship between um, uh, Black Widow and Carter. I think that was quite natural, and they had more a woman to woman relationship than like she has with Cap in Winter mm. Soldier. I thought that was really interesting, and I actually think Lake Bell is probably one of the best um voice perf- voice actors in the series mm, yeah she's you really tell. good yeah really good to the point where i was like is this scarlett johansson did she come back for an episode but she's really great um yeah she is yeah it didn't explain where the rest of the avengers were no i suppose they didn't really need to did they it's like in no, when you watch so. like they, they don't in winter soldier yeah yeah <laughs> um, so when you watch spider-man and think why is he doing all this stuff in new york where is yeah. everybody else why is it I only like- him <laughs> I really liked the Russian approximation of the American town. Um, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. And I really liked the widows. And I thought it was really good that Rachel Weiss came back as a horrible version of her character from Black Widow. <laughs> oh, yeah. She was so good. Yeah. She was great. Yeah. What's her name? Vost- she... Vostokov? Yeah. She yeah. was really great. She was like the mother of all the widows. Um, I need to watch that... that movie again. I quite like it, apart from um, the really dodgy special effect. Yeah. Uh, the the famous Florence Florence Pugh uh blow being blown back by the explosion, which is really bad. <laughs> yeah. But I think that film's quite good. Um, yeah, I need to rewatch it, I think. I wanna watch I need to rewatch Shang-Chi at some point as well. Yeah, I've not watched it since it came out. Yeah, so um but yeah, I I think 
the second half of the episode is my favourite, po- possibly my favourite battle of What If. Um, yeah. I just thought it was really well animated as well, really well. Um, there's, and- a, there's a brilliant animation where she's climbing. Yeah. It's, like, it's so fun to watch because she's doing like flips and stuff and like, yeah. <laughs> it's great. Did you see the bit where they um, jumped through? Oh, like, yeah, and it goes slow motion. Over and she jumped through and it was yeah, so it's great. smooth. Yeah. And there's the bit where she was running around the Hydra Stomper in the smoke. That was yeah. really good as well. Um, just like really good sequence um, that saved it from being... I was so bored halfway through. I was like, this is the third one in a row where I've been really, really bored. Um, <laughs> and um, the second half of it absolutely saved it. Absolutely saved it. Mm. I yeah, am shocked that there are well. two episodes that you haven't mentioned yet. And I'm really? worried that they're going to be near the top. Well, they're, well, they're near already the near the top. Yeah, there are going to be near the top. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. I have, a fi- I, have, I have a feeling I know what your number one is. Yep. And I, I can tell you I that it, it is not my number one. Oh, okay. That it makes me even more worried. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hope my number one is like one that you put way, way down the bottom. You've really not mentioned it. my number eight. <laughs> or my think, number six. I think I might know what your number, number eight is. Uh-huh. What's your next well, one? We'll, we'll just have to see how it goes. Uh, my six of nine is what if Kahori reshaped the world? Oh, mine, mine is that one as well. I enjoyed this episode. I think she is a great character. Yeah, I like the storyline. I liked episode. everything about this episode. In this episode, she's a great character. I, I really enjoyed this episode. I thought it was really interesting. Yeah. It's the first time they've done a completely brand new character for an MCU title like this. Yeah, I uh, to the point where I thought, would she be good in the MCU proper? I think so. I don't know how they um, would like integrate her into the storyline because she is no. from the past. But I just think they could, they could maybe do it through like a Loki. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I thought she was really great. I thought it was really good that the whole episode was in authentic language. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I really like... I loved that the English language version is hidden under special features. Yeah. On on Disney Plus. Like you yeah. like regular people who don't go through successful features have got to watch it in the original language which is fantastic because yeah. i've never i've never heard that dialect so mm. i'm always like um if i hear a new language it's kind of i'm trying to listen to what the syntax is and stuff like that yeah um i thought the whole um world under the world mm. um the tesseract had created a portal to um like a place where her ancestors had gone that was so interesting to me. Yeah, that was yeah. like, and her powers are undefined and so weird. It's like propulsion linked to connection to the earth. Yeah, I um, so strange. I love the uh, stuff with the conquistadors and the them yeah. searching for the fountain of youth. That's a yeah. brilliant way of uh, getting their storyline started. Like yeah. really interesting stuff. I loved all the other tribes people that she lived with in the uh, mm-hmm. in the other portal land. Yeah, in the Especially sky world. Our Ar- Taxus. Our Taxus. Um, the guy, the guy who was at- with Atrax. her, who taught her, Atr- Atrax, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, I only watched this last night and I, you know, I can't even remember the character's name. Um, <laughs> yeah. But he was really great in a sort of like disconnected from, I suppose if you've been in paradise for hundreds of years, mm. yeah. you for, you don't care about the the foibles of the worlds of mortal, right? Because yeah. they were immortal, they were ageless, they were as young as they wanted to be, as powerful as they wanted to be. Um, what but they needed somebody like Kahori to show up to bring them back to reality. Yeah, 
because there is such a connection between the Native American and person and their lineage mm. that I think it was really interesting seeing it from the ancestors' perspective and being like, "Why would we care about you? You're our pro- you're our progeny. Yeah, we we, yeah. we care about our. Well, we're ancestors. in heaven now. <laughs> yeah, and we're in heaven. Um, yeah. it was really really good. Really yeah. good. It was I, like a um uh that thing of you don't plant trees for yourself, you plant them for your ancestors. Yeah. yeah. But uh, take it to like a logical extreme. Yeah. Where the ancestors are still around and yeah. could still be doing stuff. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. like um, uh, boomers ruining the world for the younger people. Mm. What must <laughs> that be like? Um, yeah. uh, I really like the fight on the beach. Yeah, that was really cool when she um, stopped all the bullets. Love yeah. that. Any uh, Anything she... where somebody stops bullets in midair. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I liked when uh, she couldn't stop all the cannonballs because it was yeah. it would have been a bit too much. And then she just the the really terrifying bit as they all stomped him into the floor, mm. uh, the conquistador. And then she stamped on him, and he was just gone. Yeah, <laughs> he was gone. He's like he'd been like absorbed by the earth. And when they yeah. ran through the hull of the ship, and that the was ships cool. Were sinking. Yeah, it was really good. Um, yeah, it, it gave me like. Um... End, end game video game vibes yeah for a lot yeah, of yeah. this <laughs> where you like overpowered it was really good i um i really liked her in this episode which made it even more of a shame that it was so bad in um the strange episode yeah yeah <laughs> she was just totally different she was a waste of a character that she wasn't around any of the people she, she was, was certainly just... speaking english yeah as well. she was just dr manhattan yeah, her powers didn't make sense anymore. It was just really disappointing. Um, I feel like um, there was some sort of cultural, um, you know, when you get a specialist on board mm. for the Kahori episode, and then with They're the strange one, the they were one. like, yeah. "Yeah, we don't need you anymore. We've established yeah. her." Um, uh, really, really fun part of this episode uh, when Queen Isabella shows up at the end. Yeah, she talk about the throne. So Kahori blows up the throne and says, yeah. "You don't have a throne anymore." Brilliant, yeah. love it. Um, and then Doctor Strange came through and was like, oh, you've established world peace. Like, this is yeah. good. We need to talk. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it was like, why? Why? Yeah. Why? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make <laughs> sense. It, it made this Doctor Strange episode make even more less sense by comparison. Yeah. Like, oh, this Doctor Strange, he should have been in every episode at the end doing something. Forming a team again like he was in the first one. Yeah. Or just collecting items or something. Yeah, like give us something to go on before that last episode, where it just nothing makes any sense. It was no. really, it was a strange choice. It really doesn't. Um, all right, I know we're whizzing through these. Uh, it might be a shorter episode than normal, but we'll talk about the whole se- the season as a whole at the end anyway. Um, what's your next one? Uh, my seven of nine mm-hmm. was what if the Avengers assembled in sixteen oh two? I fucking hated this episode. Did you really? <laughs> I absolutely despised it. Um, I love 1602 by Neil Gaiman. I absolutely adore it. It's such a great story. It's one of the best what like uh, multiversal stories that they've made. Absolutely, yeah. Everyone's got like something to do. Um, Like Hulk isn't in it, but Banner is. He's an agent of the um, the Inquisition. Uh, The stuff with the mutants is really good. Treating them as heretics. this is the co- the the comic, the comic. We're talking about yeah. for for our audience. Um, 
there, there's really good stuff with the Fantastic Four and they were adventurers and they hit the edge of the earth and they turned into the Fantastic Four. Yeah. But they've the been, four, they've the, been... F- the four of Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the void, the ship is called the Fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Nick Fury is like an agent of the Queen. Um, uh, Peter Parker is Peter Parkour. Yeah, he's just um, really ag- a Spanish agent, a young yeah. agent of the Inquisition. He starts off as an agent of Nick Fury, doesn't he? And then he does, yeah. the Inquisition yeah. capture him and he changes sides and then he isn't really into it. But uh, the stuff with um, Captain America being a white Native American mm. who is yeah. um, who is protecting the Roanoke Called, um, villages. Rogers. Rojas. Rojas. Yeah. Um, and then and got... the way they do it, it's, it's a surprise. It's him as well. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. I can remember the first time I read it, I was like, Jesus Christ, that's Captain America. How have I not yeah. got that? <laughs> yeah. um, and Doctor Strange is the um, Queen Victoria's mystic. And um, uh, Thor is an old man as well. Yeah, an yeah. old man who doesn't want to be Thor. Yeah. He doesn't want to embody the Norse god because he's he's worried that he is somehow less when he turns back into himself. Yeah. Um, you've got Matt Murdock as a Catholic. Um, like assassin and Black Widow's and uh, his fellow assassin who is a betrayer. It's such a good story. It's great. And this, yeah. by comparison, is weak tea. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know com- why they com- did it. Comparison, definitely. But as an episode, I really enjoy it. I, think I it's hated fun. it. I, I think it's really hated fun. It. I like seeing characters in different costumes. <laughs> I, I, but they're in different costumes. But they were the same characters. They didn't basically. Have any- yeah, difference to them, and I really struggled with that. Um, there was some aspects of it where it was like they are not explaining things that they could be explaining. Like yeah. I think the intent, the intention is that the characters are being pulled from the future into the past. Like this yeah. isn't people from 1602. This is people from no, it was emerging. 2025. Yeah. Who have been sent back to a, a world that looks like it's 1602. Yeah. So I th- I think it's meant to be the characters from Happy Hogan Save Christmas. Mm. Who have been pulled back? Yeah, but that'd make a bit more sense. Unless the freak is now a, a, a like a multiversal constant mm-hmm. for whatever reason, which I think would be a very strange choice. But either way, or it was just um, uh, what's his name who plays John Favreau? Yeah, it was like I want to play this guy again, and they went, yeah, yeah. fine, <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> we'll, um, write, we'll write it in. It's interesting that um, for all the episodes for Tom Hiddleston to come back for, he came back for this one. Yeah. Yeah, it's odd, isn't it? Yeah. It's weird, because he plays such a weird character in this. Yeah. Um, and, like, Steve Rogers is Robin Hood. Rogers some, Hood. Rogers yeah. Hood, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just, um, it doesn't go far enough. I think that's my, my biggest problem with the ones on my little um, end of my list. Are the, the same with Strange, the same with Iron Man, 1602 and one other, mm. is that they don't do enough yeah, they don't lean into it enough, and I think to use sixteen oh two and do something so bland, yeah, what is the is cuts off from them using it in the way they should use it in the future. And uh, also, this episode is not about the Avengers assembling in sixteen oh two. No, <laughs> so the title is a lie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if this was called if this was called like what if the Avengers were medieval or something? Yeah. Or it would it would probably be better. Yeah, or what if Peggy Carter got thrown back through time? Something like yeah. that. It would make I... more sense. But I think it's like the connection that they're trying to make <laughs> to better sixteen oh two gives it 
down a point. So I tried to not think about that while I was like ranking them. I, I was thinking about like I I enjoyed watching this episode. I thought it was fun. <coughs> I like the big could... sword fight at the end. Yeah, that's fine. Um, like I think by the uh, characters that made sixteen oh two good were missing by their ab like they're yeah. conspicuous in their absence. Like yeah. there was no X Men. There were yeah, no, they, and they could have used them. Now. I think that's a, like that's a, a MCU problem, though, isn't it? Like yeah. this probably this was probably written a while ago. Mm. Like if you notice that there throughout the entire series, there is no mention of Kang at all. No, no. So this must have been written a like a pre twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah. I For just a while. I I find it a little bit frustrating that they refuse to use characters that they have the licenses for. Yeah. Um, I can understand them having problems with Spider-Man, but even Spider-Man was in the Marvel Zombies yeah, was, one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I just, I cannot see that number and not compare it to the comic. They yeah. should, because <laughs> yeah. what made 1602 so magical was actually the best way of doing a time travel thing is to set it and ground it. Like, mm. you know, the kings and the regency of the era and mentioning Roanoke and... yeah. Yeah, doing the mentioning Walter Riley and you know those sorts of references yeah, some make more, uh, that like, yeah historical uh, confrontations that could yeah. like the backdrops of the episode yeah there's a lot of things they could have done better yeah yeah but why is Hela the queen yeah I didn't why get is, that yeah. why is Thor a king why is there was no I understood everyone's place in 1602 the comic yeah in a, in an issue right I understood. Six, it, 1602 made more sense as it being our universe yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Absolute. Um, because they had that whole thing about like Steve Rogers coming back in time accidentally was what kicked off the Age of Heroes. Yeah. Um, and he's like a, a unifying force that if he exists, heroes exist around him. And it yeah. makes him yeah. mythological. It makes him interesting. It makes him like important to the mythos of Marvel. I also, and... I feel like, 1602 is the only time they've tried to do a historical comic where it's actually worked. Yeah, when they did the 1 million BC Avengers yeah, was, and stuff that like that, shit. it was awful. Yeah, um, yeah. The only good part of that was that uh, Ghost Rider rode a, wood, yeah, yeah. rode a flaming woolly mammoth. That was, but what, what that was a cool. great... They've had the rights to Ghost Rider since um, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, they could have used yep. Ghost Rider. Yeah. They could have used um, Werewolf There's by so, Night. There's so many characters that could have been in this series but they just they just kept doing uh people peggy carter yeah people connected to the avengers all the way through it makes it such a missed opportunity and i think this is the biggest sin of missed opportunity mm. for <laughs> yeah. me um to the point where i could not enjoy it as its own episode they should have called it 1650 yeah if it had a different title would have been a uh more palatable thing yeah but, i mean i still put it at my in my top three so. <laughs> it's at six for me, and I think that was incredibly generous. Of I, <laughs> I because as I talk about it, I'm even more thinking: is it worse in my head than Iron Man? Possibly. Possibly. Is it worse in my head than the next one you're gonna potentially mention? Yep. <laughs> um, do you want to know my number two? My yeah, eight of nine. I, I mean, I, I mean, I think this is your number one. Uh, what if Nebula joined the Nova Corps? Yeah, and it makes me mad that what your number one is, considering it's yep. my number eight. Um, <laughs> I loved this episode. This Great. was the first really one fun. we watched. It was it is really good. 
Yeah. Um, I think there is a problem of having to use uh, Korg again. Yeah. But Howard the Duck is there Yeah, as well. he's really great. But that yeah. is a perfect example of using a character that doesn't hasn't had much screen time, yeah. uh, that they have access to. Um, it's really good bringing Yonrog back. Um, it's a real... It feels like Blade Runner. It feels mm, like yeah. Blade Runner. Yeah, um, she's... Um, Nova, in this episode, is so cool. Like they, their entire thing that they've got going on. Because they're like a Blade Runner Judge Dredd sort of thing. Yeah. yeah really absolutely. fun stuff. Um, and a really tight narrative detective story. Yeah. Really good. Um, like, I, I can remember looking at it and thinking, this has surely been a two-parter. And it was like 20 minutes in, and I was like, how have they crammed so much <laughs> yeah. story into this episode? Really cool. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed this episode. It uh, did have that issue of making me think of many, many better products that mm. I wanted to watch straight after. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah, yeah. isn't always a good thing. But you can work to a pro, uh, like a project's favour sometimes. Because, I mean, this Nebula is literally Judge Dredd in this episode. Yeah. She even does the face throughout mm. the entire thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, if there's one downside to the episode, it's, it's just very obvious from minute one that it's Nova Prime that is behind yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Yon Rog is it's great to see him again, but he, he also is quite an unforgettable. He's a forgettable villain. Yeah, it's I like, forgot. I didn't remember who he was meant to be yeah. when he first showed up. Um, and I feel like if Ronan actually ha- had destroyed Thanos, he would have been able to get through the shield. But I do yeah. like the fact that they tur- the, like putting the shield around the planet to keep uh, Ronan out, mm. cast the planet in darkness. That was yeah. so clever. Yeah, really fun um, stuff. It was, like, it was compelling, it was interesting, did something different. I was just like this is my number one this is the best episode of the season for me because it yeah. is trying to do something deliberately different <laughs> it even made I mean, the nova core feel like something special yeah and uh a lot of really fun <coughs> side characters in it as well mm. like i love the uh the little team that they've got with howard the duck korg and the other guy <laughs> who was the other guy uh meek meek yeah yeah Rock, paper, scissors. That was really fun. Yeah, yeah that was very clever. That yeah, I enjoyed really it. Um, oh, I it was am... Groot, as, Groot was there as well, wasn't it? Oh, it yeah, was, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It was uh, Fred Tataskill was playing Groot. Yeah, yeah. Which is really funny that they couldn't get Vin Diesel's coming just to say, I am Groot a couple more oh, times. Or they couldn't just use his lines <laughs> that they already used yeah. before. Like, how many times though, have they recorded him saying, I am Groot, and they had yeah, to record it again? I know. It's really weird. Um, I am absolutely appalled at your choice of number one. <laughs> this is my number eight choice. I went back and forth on whether to put this at number one, and in the end I thought, sod it, I'm putting this at number one, because I thought this was the funniest episode of the season. I, I enjoyed re- it so much. <laughs> there were some. There were some really good things. I just think... If Happy Hogan Saved Christmas was <laughs> like it was an obvious Die Hard parody. There were so many Die Hard references in there. Yeah. Um, but it just pushed it too far. I think to the <laughs> point where I was like, okay, all right, we get the joke now. So um, my my ranking system for this was uh, through percentage of Sam Rockwell that appears in an episode. 
<laughs> he was very so good. All of the others got zero percent, and this got a hundred, <laughs> so he got stuck to the top. <laughs> he is so fun in this episode. Yeah, he's the best thing about this. Episode. He's the best thing. In, be, millions of us worldwide have been waiting for more <laughs> Justin Hammer. <laughs> I don't understand why Justin Hammer was never um, in another f- movie. Neither do I. I, d- I don't understand. He should have been in the Iron Man franchise from the beginning and yeah. should have been in it till the end. I loved um, uh, Nando's idea for what they could have done with Justin Hammer. Yeah. It's make him the titanium man. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. You could, you should have had an Iron War, uh, Armor Wars series. Yeah, yeah. Um, I hope he's in that. Because they, they're doing that, aren't they? Or did yeah, they're doing cancelled? it with... I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about it for so No, long. I haven't either. <laughs> no. Um, but if they, they are doing it, I hope he's. Yeah, it's it's tricky. But I, if they do an Iron Wars, mm-hmm. I don't see why they don't do. It with, oh, they've ruined Rhodey as well, haven't they? Oh yeah, um, they they're definitely going to retcon that, aren't they? Oh, they must. They're going to have to. They're going to have to because everybody hated it. Yeah, like universally despised that choice yeah. for his character. If people don't know what we talk about, um, the, I mean, I'm going to spoil um, Secret oh, Invasion. It's, it's been out a year. It, yeah, it's been out ages. It's shit. Don't watch it. Uh, it turns out that Rhodey was a scroll the entire time. And yeah. it was after Civil War somehow. So all the way through Endgame and all the other Avengers movies and through uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, all of that, yeah. it wasn't really Rhodey. Rhodey Does... um, was in a bunker in Russia uh, in the middle of a radioactive field, somehow not getting cancer and dying. Yeah. Doesn't make doesn't, any sense. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> That show was so bad. It's awful. It's the worst uh, thing they've ever made. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was um, shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I've got to be honest. I don't understand. I understand the love of Hammer. Yep, yep. I think they use Darcy too much, and she's a bit too, too much of a comedic character. And also, I think Happy is best when he's used sparingly. I, um, I quite liked him having a focus episode. It's a strange character to have. Like, it's one of the... He's such a tertiary character. Like, he's important, but not in any kind of meaningful way. Like, yeah. in Iron Man 1, he beats up one guy. And in Iron Man 2, he crashes a car. And that's yeah. basically his entire <laughs> his entire thing. Yeah. But I like when... I I, like, I just liked them giving him a focus episode. It's such a, it's such a funny choice. <laughs> it, is, it is literally a uh, a remake of Die Hard as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. so yeah. weird. It's so yeah. weird to me. Um <laughs> Yeah, I can't really say. I'm not going to try to change your mind on putting Happy Hogan. No, so oh no, 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 because no, I no, never would be able not. to. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think this was inconsequential to the whole season as a whole, and almost systemic of what is wrong with the whole season. Um, there is no interconnectivity. No, I there's not. No, there's no. But they wanted there to be. Yeah, they really wanted there to be, and there isn't at all. But another thing that I think puts this up the list for me, it released on Christmas Eve. So if yeah. you watch this on Christmas Eve, it's going to be a lot more impactful than if you watched it on, like, you know, February 5th. <laughs> yeah, I watched all the episodes in two days. Yeah. Um, which is surprising why some of the, like, latter episodes are higher up my list. Mm. Um, yeah, I think, like, my thing was, um, the, my rankings were about are they self-contained stories? Because that's what the season wants me to enjoy, self-contained stories. Yeah. Um, and this is why Strange is at the bottom, because 
Mm. Strange's uh, connected story in a field of non-connectivity. I don't get it. So I've got Strange, Happy Hogan, Iron Man, Intercar, 1602, uh, Captain Carter and the Stomper, Kahori, Hela, Quill and Nebula. That's a very different list, isn't it? It's very different. I thought yeah. it was going to be very different. Mainly yeah. because I think we did... You watched them as they came out, didn't you? I did, yeah. Yeah, because they released daily um, back in December. And I watched them yesterday and the day yeah. before, <laughs> which I think is a very different... Uh, yeah, I've also had like seven weeks to mull on my opinions on them. Yeah. I wonder if you watch them again, what you, if it would change your yeah. mind. Yeah. I think if I watch them again, I think 1602 would be at the bottom. It offended yeah. me so much um, <laughs> in a weird sort of like fanboy way. It needed a different title. Yeah. Uh, I, it, cause it wasn't 1602. I was looking forward to that episode the whole time. I was like, I yeah. know the mutants aren't going to be in it. I know the Spider-Man isn't going to be in it. But they're going to do something really cool. And it's going to, yeah. I would be surprised if Neil Gaiman wasn't interested or, you know, had had some sort of input into it. No, it was just let's yeah. use the date. Yeah. Which Are there any, um, any Marvel comics that you would like to see adapted in some way in What If? Um, hmm. Running under the assumption that it would be a good adaptation. <laughs> hmm. I think they need to, they need to put the mutants in, man. Yeah, they they need to do an Age of Apocalypse episode. Yeah. Or a um, so Days Sentinels. of Future Past yeah. deal. Um, because I think they're mining these characters to death a little bit. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah. I think they needed something a bit different. They needed I a hope... Daredevil episode. They needed a Ghost Rider episode. I hope that the next season is a bit better. But the problem is they've already, like, they've gotten to the point of working on the new season where they've already got footage of mm. episodes so they're quite far in i'd say like they've, de- they've definitely done the voice acting already yeah so i don't, I don't think we're going to get anything from the defenders any of that like cast are going to show yeah. up in any of them which is a shame it's, it's a real shame because i feel like that would lend itself to lots of stuff like what if we focused on the defenders during the um the first invasion of earth yeah that would be great yeah i'd love that, that would yeah be great because um, i was always that um fan theory that the Netflix Marvel series was an alternate timeline mm. where and Iron Man never came back, and now it's not. It's, it is canon. Yeah. yeah. Um, I uh, think that Disney Plus has made me have a whole new appreciation for some of the Netflix shows. Yeah, um, I agree. Like, Jessica Jones season one was great, and I think The Defenders isn't as bad as everyone remembers it. It's, the end of it is a bit... It drags on too long. Yeah. Um, but, like... By comparison to things like Secret Invasion and... Yeah. Um, I mean, like, people <sighs> shat all over Iron Fist when it first came out. Yeah. I will say, it's season one, not good. But season mm. two of Iron Fist is really fun. Yeah. Because it's all yeah. the stuff with... um, oh, What's her name? Uh, Miss Colleen Wing. No, Colleen Wing, yeah. yeah. Who's great. We, yeah, she's brilliant in it. Yeah, they need to bring her back. <clears throat> I hope that um, she comes back for something. Yeah. They did talk about the making of... Uh, a woman Iron Fist, who's like the yeah, I've heard that, protege yeah. of Danny Rand. Yeah, um, I think cool. they should just they just bring back Mike Coulter and what's his face and stick them as the heroes for hire and have yeah. Colleen Wing and Misty Knight in as well. Um, and that would be an interesting show. Um, yeah, I I love those characters. Even you know Danny Rand's not great. He acts like a child at times. In mm. the comics, he's great though. Yeah, he's fun. Iron Fist like, is a really like good Iron character. Fist. Yeah. Ed, Br- Ed Brubaker's run on Iron Fist is, like, fantastic. 
really like steeped in 70s mysticism and stuff. It's really great. And there's lots of good comics where him and Shang-Chi are together. Yeah. And I think that would be good. What the hell are they doing with Shang-Chi, man? Yeah, he hasn't shown up for anything, has he? He's um, just kind of been ignored for the last five years. Really odd. Yeah. (laughs) It's absolutely insane. Like, we've got Um, no idea what's going on with the Ten Rings. They, like, hyped that up to be a big deal, and then everything was Kang, and it never got mentioned again. Yeah. Really Um, weird. I I don't think they understand what they're doing. I don't think... I think all the um, talk about getting the Fox characters back for a sort of um, secret Mm. wars is going to have to involve a reset now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, Yeah. I I wouldn't be surprised if we got a whole new Iron Man and a whole new cat and a whole new uh, cast of characters. I kind of hope so. (laughs) Well, it's been languishing for so long. Yeah. And I think... What have happened to that idea they had for a multiple man movie? I don't know. Where did it's, that go? <laughs> I don't know, because that would have been so interesting. I yeah. think um, I think they're going to use the Avengers model for X-Men. I think we're going to have a giant-sized team and mm, yeah. an original team. Yeah, I and I think the I think the teenage team are going to be set deliberately in the past. Mm, yeah. And I think yeah. that would really work. Um, and then I think they're going to have an X-Force team and an X-Factor team. I, yeah. I just think they're clearly hoping that the Fantastic Four is going to go well. And if not, then they're going to just fall back on mutants. But um, how weird is it that we still don't have a cast for Fantastic Four? It's so weird. Because there was talk of <laughs> uh, Mr. Fantastic being Pedro Pascal, but I don't see that yeah. working. <laughs> no. You idiots, Pastor Richard Spivzy. You absolute fools. Yeah, well, thanks for aging our podcast, Disney. Announcing the cast a week after we recorded, you wankers. I love, and this is coming from a massive Pedro Pascal fan. I don't know mm. anyone who isn't a Pedro Pascal fan. I know, you'd have to be a big, big weirdo not to be. <laughs> yeah. Um, him and Oscar Isaacs are fantastic. Oscar Isaacs would make a much better um, Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. He's yeah. got that intensity. Like, if you've seen Ex Machina, you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. He's, like, borderline sociopathic in that <laughs> film. And so is yeah. Reed Richards. Um, oh, Reed, Reed Richards is a psychopath. I, yeah. I hope. I mean, this is just completely, uh, it's very unlikely, to be honest. Mm. I want the uh, bad guy in the Fantastic Four movie to be uh, the evil Reed Richards from... Oh, the, the one with the elongated head? Yeah, yeah, I want it to be him. What's his name? What's he not, called? Not the Maker? Thinker. The Maker, yeah. Maker. I want it to be him. I want it to be like a, a, a multiversal bad guy. I hope that they don't, they don't uh, use Doctor Doom straight out of the gate. I hope yeah, I that he's around. I oh, hope do you know what would be really is. funny? If the main villain for their first movie was the Mole Man. Mole Man, yeah. That, that would be, be so good. <laughs> I think they could probably do a good um, Mole Man. Danny DeVito. Oh, he'd be great! <laughs> yep. <laughs> they probably use Peter Dinklage. Oh, probably, yeah. They use him for everything. Yeah, but I actually think Danny DeVito would be a much better. They should use, like... Um, I- I'd like to see the Inhumans as villains. Yeah. Who is that guy... Who the smart one who would build robots of them and he the used thinker. Tra- the thinker, yeah. Was it called the was he the thinker? I think he was, yeah. I think he was. I think he was. But him. I think he would <laughs> um, be a fun villain as well. Yeah. Because he's um the he cloned himself and his clone is in the Future Foundation. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great run. Yeah. That <laughs> yeah. is such Future a Foundation's run. good. Yeah. Jonathan Hickman is so good at Fantastic Four. He made the Fantastic Four really fun. Um, yeah. Which is something I don't think anyone has done since Jack Kirby. Um, mm, yeah. I say Jack, it was Jack Kirby who did 
the majority of the work on the heavy lifting on the Fantastic yeah, Four. Yeah. Um, John Byrne had a good run, but um, the Ryan North run was good as well. I've not read the Ryan North run. It's it's fun. It's a good one. You read it any goes, of it the... goes really far with the, their power sets and stuff. Like it goes a bit crazy. Have you read any of the new Daredevil stuff yet? I haven't. No, oh. I've been uh, completely off um, comics for a long time now. Since about six months, I haven't read anything new. Yeah, I'm I'm reading Monstrous, the Image comic, where um uh yeah, I, I can't even I I can't tell you anything about the story without spoiling it. But it's the, yeah. it's got the most beautiful art I've ever seen in a comic. It's so good. I've been um, um I've been reading the Junji Ito fr- uh, Frankenstein adaptation. Oh, nice! I heard that. Oh, was it's good from really Jeff. good. <laughs> it's so good. Um, and I got one of his um collections of horror short stories as well. And uh, they're like insane. Like yeah. he's got he's got some stuff going on upstairs. <laughs> yeah, a lot of good horror writers have though. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I am not surprised by our differing lists. Mm. I thought this was going to be a weird one because the the first season of What If was so um consistently paced. It felt like well more of a plan, out. didn't it? Yeah. Um. This one was just haphazard. It was throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah, yeah. And that was... And I, I remember when the episode titles got leaked. Yeah. And we were talking about them on the, yeah, on we the said, Discord. Oh, God. And we said all of these sound really boring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just genuinely don't see why they're not introducing all the characters they own now. Yeah, it's um, weird. Yeah. You could have had a Ghost Rider in the, in the Old West. Yeah. What if? I mean, um, if they could get... It, they do. They have the rights to Punisher now because yeah. of the Netflix. So they do yeah. have the rights to Punisher. They've got the rights to Ghost Rider as well. They've got the rights to Thanos. They could do Cosmic Ghost Rider. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. That would be brilliant. <laughs> but they refuse to for some reason. It's very odd. It's just everything has to be in some way connected to Captain America. Yeah, or Iron Man. Yeah, it's weird. It's re- it's and weird. These, <laughs> these characters have been gone a long yeah, time now. Yeah, twenty eighteen was the last. Was that when um, Endgame it's came five, out? It's five years. Nearly six. It, they like, don't get over need, it. <laughs> they don't need... I, do you know what I think they should have done? I think they should have done a what if um, based on the uh, X-Men animated series. Mm. Something yeah, that like would that. Have, that would have worked for them, um, like stealth advertising X-Men 97. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you see that Executioner is in X-Men 97? Really? And the Goblin Queen... Is in oh, X Men ninety seven, and Magneto's wearing his purple eighties costume. You know the one with the big white M on the front. Yeah, yeah, that's really it's so weird. So oh, weird. A, a what if episode? I I really really thought they were going to do for this season, and they mm. never. Uh, what if the other Avengers got snapped? Got that would have been great. Yeah, that like, would have been people, so great. Yeah, I honestly don't know why they didn't do that. It's <laughs> such it an seems obvious so one. obvious. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It, yeah. I think this. My biggest, biggest criticism this season has been the over-reliance on uh, Captain Carter. Yeah. It, they think they have got some hot shit. And... Yeah, she's in it so much. And she's kind of like the Watcher's buddy now. Yeah, I d- she can hear him and stuff. And Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. She's a, she's a really good character when used sparingly. Yeah, yeah. They get, she's definitely going to be more live-action stuff. Like she, yeah. I think she's going to show up in Secret Wars. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised by that. I wouldn't be surprised by that at all. I think that's that's a definite. Her, um, we're going to get Deadpool branch out into um, Secret Wars, and it's going to be super obvious. We're going to get the oh, entirety man, the, um... of 
Andrew Garfield. The Deadpool um, stuff, like the the cameos and stuff that they're doing. It feels like that entire movie is just going to be cameos. Yeah, I feel like that's the vehicle. Um, yeah. It's really interesting that um, what's her face is Daphne. Might Daphne? What's her face is coming back as X twenty three. Oh yeah, the yeah. the woman from she's a woman now. Um, she's not a girl <laughs> like she was in Logan. Um, she was in His Dark Materials as well, wasn't she? Yes. Um, yeah. She looks. She looks like Laura Kinney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she looks like her, so uh, it's super obvious to stick her in that role right mm. she's older now it'll be it'll work but i don't deadpool 3 looks like a car crash yeah it's it's not really looking that great to me no yeah i'm not sure i'm not sure where it's gonna go god past Spivzy was just full of shit wasn't it the trailer came out and i've changed my mind deadpool 3 looks great anyway trust no one god is dead i don't need to see um an r-rated fight between Deadpool and Wolverine. I don't need to see it. No, I don't need to see Elektra. <laughs> no. no, it's so Nobody weird. Nobody does. Yeah. It's so weird. I don't really understand why they're doing it. But, yeah. you know... Well, maybe all that would be like 10 minutes of the film and it'll be done as a joke as about cameo appearances and multiverses and then the rest of the movie yeah, will be a proper movie. Maybe. Don't know. I doubt oh, it. Um, I hope Wolverine's son is in it. What's his name? Dogan? Dakin. <laughs> Yeah, Dogan. Dogan. Do- Dogan's the kid from Psychonauts. <laughs> you just transferred. You just took the D and put it on Logan. <laughs> Dogan, yeah. Oh, he's um, in it. And the a Silver Samurai. Put the Silver Samurai in it. Do, do you know what? So, I, I think Wolverine 2 was all right. It was I, I weird. Don't, I don't remember any of it. <laughs> I remember him fighting on the bullet train and being like, this is a cartoon. Like, yeah. <laughs> there is no way that you could fight on top of the bullet train. Um, and then I remember Silver Samurai was great until he got in a giant mech. <laughs> well, they had to think about people in mech suits back then. Yeah, I wonder that's if it's how, the uh, same guy how... who wrote um, Wild Wild Amazing West. Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, um, what happened with that? That was not the shittest ending to a movie. <laughs> yeah, it was really bad. He's about to have a fight with Rhino and then he just ends. Yeah, it's they did not do that. Uh, do Andrew Garfield any uh, no. credit? Like it's that those two films are pretty bad. Yeah, the first Emma one is better Stone than the second one. Emma Stone is in that. Emma yeah. Stone is in the first <laughs> one. Well, and the second one. Yeah, she is. Yeah, yeah. She gets uh, she gets snapped in the second one. Yeah, it's so odd. Such an oh, they film. get they had that weird like oh like greasy looking goblin guy playing the goblin. Well, he looked like it like yeah. a child. <laughs> it was really weird. Yeah, it was so weird. Um. <sighs> Yeah, and the worst Electro. Yeah. Oh, they they definitely bad. they improved him an enormous amount in the yeah. uh, in in No Way Home. Electro in Amazing Spider-Man Two was like Baxter Stockman. Yeah, I don't know what they were doing. Really weird. Oh, another funny thing about Happy Hogan Save Christmas. The uh, the <laughs> is it a Jarvis? It was Werner. It was Werner Herzog. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That was funny. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> And when he shows up in the Hulkbuster armor and Iron Man just presses some buttons on his on his own suit and it all falls apart. Yeah. Well, that was fun. It was. It's just a weird episode. Man. It doesn't <laughs> fit in to any other part of the... I, I think maybe that's why I put it at number one. Maybe. It, was, uh, it didn't fit with anything else. It was, uh, it was a unique one. It's, a, it's just a weird... It's been a weird season. Mm. I don't it felt really... like it had been in production for four years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> felt like they'd have had lots of ideas as well. 
like lots of ideas and just left them on the wayside and was like, well, yeah, right, we'll we'll do a different thing. Because mm, apparently the um the work started on season two in 2019, mm. which is a That's long, a long, time, long time. Like this yeah. was pre every other Disney Plus show. It's so weird, isn't it? <laughs> Because did they did they split it into two halves? Yes, they did. That's that's what they did with Cuphead. That's what they did with Invincible. Yeah, it just hasn't worked very well. Yeah, it's 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 really strange being uh, back end of twenty twenty three and we're still getting things coming out which were uh, had problems due to the pandemic. Yeah, but still. Yeah, yeah. I can understand it from an animation perspective, I guess. Mm. Um, yeah, because yeah. animation in this, I like it. I think the animation has gone fun. up a notch. Yeah. Um, I yeah, genuinely uh, the, think... the facial animation, especially, has improved yeah. a lot from the first season. But just the the action elements yeah. of it are uh, so much better now. It's, uh, it was really, really good from an animation perspective. That's why I put that Hydra Stomper episode so high. It was heading towards the bottom. It really was mm. when I thought yeah. it was going to be just a Winter Soldier remake. And yeah. then that fight scene at the end was so very good. Um, it was a long one as well. It was about eight minutes. Mm. A fight. I think uh, uh, next season I'd like to see more genre pastiches, like yeah. they did with with Nebula, the Nebula episode. Yeah, I'd like to see something a bit more like that, like have a heist episode or something. Or yeah, that would be I'm thinking much black better. and white. Do like a film noir. That would be cool. Yeah, not not just more. Let's swap a character out for another character. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Because this one felt more like they were doing. Uh, jokes on specific movies rather than entire mm. genres. Yeah, I think you're right, and I think there needs to be a villain. We need like a, molecule a, man, a, or a something. celestial, or yeah. a Doctor Doom, or yeah, like a molecule man. Yeah, um, or um, what's that guy? Miracle Man. Yeah, uh, they've the got Beyonder. the Miracle Man now. Yeah, the Beyonder. Um, yeah. someone like that. Like, it needs to be someone. They could even do. Um, oh, the, well, the thing is, there's. There's rumours that Doctor Doom is going to be in Secret War, which mm, I yeah, feel is this, yeah. so weird. Like, I've you also can't do heard, Emperor Doom. I've heard rumours that the villain in Fantastic Four is going to be the Sentry. Oh, no. The, apparently the villain is from... Um, what's the one with uh, Black Widow 2 and Red Guardian? and Oh, Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts, yeah, because it yeah. was going to be Stephen Yun. Yeah. Um, and, and he walked away from not... it because he, well, he read the script. Yeah, totally. That that script has been written like three times. Um, well, what's happening with Captain America four? Yeah, that that was supposed to come out like last year, and they're, they're still rewriting and still I refilming. Don't think there are any movies coming out in twenty twenty four. No, everything um, has been pushed back to twenty five. However, Daredevil: Born Again looks like mm. it's going to be good now. Yeah, they've. Uh, it looks like they've improved a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, Foggy's back, Karen's back, Bullseye's back. Spoilers if you Punisher's didn't know. back. Punisher's back. Uh, they've recast. The only person they've recast is Vanessa Fisk. Yeah. Which I feel like at this point is a bit of an insult. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, that's unfortunate. Um, but yeah, I'm so looking forward to that. Like, it's going to be. And um, did you see. Uh, oh, he's got a new love interest. Mm. Uh, it's Heather. Which one's she? Uh, she was like second big girlfriend. Was she the one that he married? The blind one? No, no, that's Mila. Okay, um, I think uh, but I not Heather. the not the private investigator. Yeah, either. yeah, that, uh, that's quite late on, isn't it? That yeah. was like Mark Wade run, wasn't it? Yeah, she's good. I like her. I can't remember her name. Um, but yeah, 
I, uh, they've got to kill off Karen Page, man. They're going to. Yeah. They've got to. It's like, got... It, it is canon event. It's got to happen. Yeah. It's got... Considering that only happened, what, 20 years ago? Yeah, yeah. And it was a big deal as well. It was. So one, of the few, one of the few deaths that stuck as well. Yeah. Oh, that's a point as well. I, I was looking up... Um, this was a while back when I was Googling this to find out what happened to Justin Hammer in the comics. Right. Do you know what happens to him in the comic? It's insane. No. He has a fight with Iron Man on a spaceship. He falls over and hits the airlock release and gets th- like flung out into space. And he freezes in like a block of ice and he's just in space. And Iron Man like sees him floating away and says, looks like you live forever now. And that's it. That's the last time we've seen Justin Hammer. He'll that, be happened in, like, that happened 24 years ago. Wow. He'll he's be still back. out there. <laughs> I mean, he, he's floating in ice. So <laughs> he's floating. he could be brought he's back. Just, he's just floating in space. That's insane. What a way to like kill that character off. He was in the comics for like 40 years. Yeah. And now he's, he's just in a block of ice floating through space. Like who uh-huh. at the Marvel Studios said we need to get rid of Justin Hammer? Who um, would they have done in an Iron Man 4? Who would they have done? The Melter? The yeah, Tinkerer? Like, they ran out of people, didn't they? <laughs> Madam, they would have done Madam Mask. That's Egghead. the only one. <laughs> they would have done Madam Mask, <laughs> wouldn't they? That's the only yeah. one they would have. Because there was a big thing at the time Iron Man 3 came out about Rebecca Hall, is that her name? Mm, was going to so. be Madame Mask. And that would yeah. have been really great. I like yeah. Madame Mask because she's a really good character. Um, but yeah, they did nothing. That, like, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? The villains in Iron Man were so bad. Iron Monger, <laughs> yeah. uh, Whiplash, oh, and Whiplash was terrible. And um, what's his face? <laughs> One of the worst villains throughout like the Pierce. entire series of films. What was his name, even? Ald- Killi- Killian. Aldrich Killian. He's still there. You're there, Spit. You've gone. I can't hear you. I can't. Where are you? Oh, no. I'm going to pause because uh, it looks like the computer explodes. So we're going to go for a break and we'll be right back. I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. Hey, Mr. Rabbit. Why are you so twitchy? Haven't you heard of Cadbury's Caramel? See, as the creamy tasting milk chocolate on the outside melts with a dreamy caramel on the inside, you just have to take everything really easy. Anyway, Mr. Rabbit, you must be as mad as a hatter to want to go to some silly old tea party. Take it easy with Cadbury's Caramel. And we're back. We both (laughs) had a problem with our audio. I don't know. You went. I went. Yeah. Um, I Stupid couldn't hear Discord. you. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna stop talking about shit. Uh, for, um, which read we did some for shit instead. Twenty minutes. And yeah, and read some shit instead. Give me a moment to log in. Oh, okay. I'll cover for you. Yeah. So what if? Bit of a weird series. So mm. uh, hopefully season three's better. But um, if you don't watch a few of the episodes, I don't really think you're missing very much. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly not as good as the first season. No. No. Weird. Yeah. A weird season. We have an email. Okay. An email. Oh, no, we've got an emails. Oh, okay. Plural. Mm. Which is a shock because we only told people we were recording yesterday. Yeah, I send out the, uh, everyone, send us an email, you dickheads. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this email comes to us care of Thomas J. Martin. Thomas. I did a salute then. You can't see, but I did a <laughs> I salute. I can't see you doing that. No. You have to like do it as like a... a I think they call them real life emojis, which is where you Thomas, describe open brackets salute yeah. <laughs> close brackets. That's what I say. What if the hit song from Scream Three by Creed? 
<laughs> oh, what a reference. What a reference. Greetings, ye wolves of Water Street. Ye princes of men. Love the food episode. I haven't seen Food Fight, but I have heard many a tale told about its infamy. From what I've heard of the film, it would seem the moral of its story is don't buy generic store brand foods. They're evil, mm. unlike the giant corporate Monopoly name brands. Yeah, that would, I'd that, agree with that. Yeah, I think that would, might have been what they were actually going for. Buy local. Buy local yeah. beers, buy local wines, buy everything <laughs> local you can. Honey, <laughs> uh, cloves. Honey. <laughs> cloves? What, garlic cloves? <laughs> cloves. <laughs> what? To put in your... Into your into your potpourri. Uh, <laughs> where are we? This it feels like something that would be made in the eighties with nobody batting an eye. This is yeah. the cartoon all stars to the rescue of selling kids mascotted products. One yeah, of the only great. good things about being a kid today is you don't get nearly as much indoctrination into brands and junk food the way you did in the eighties and nineties. Unless Just you do social YouTube, media, maybe. yeah, yeah. You get indoctrinated into Andrew Tate. Yeah, uh, Andrew Tate. Tate. Yeah, That's, ain't that ain't that the truth? Ain't that the Tate, truth? Tate, ain't that the truth? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, um, it's sad how nowadays millennial nostalgia is all for chain restaurants, shitty video rental monopolies, toyetic TV shows, corn syrup riddled food, and malls. Yeah, <laughs> it's very true. It's very true. Yeah, I saw some pictures earlier on Tumblr that when Beanie Babies were the big hype of the of the oh, time, man. there were loads of fake Beanie Baby comedy ones, and there was one called the Meanie Babies. Mm. Where it would be like, oh, it's the the toucan character, but he's vomiting and it's a plushie. Wow! And I th- was that... looking at him and thought, I want these more than Beanie Babies. <laughs> <laughs> They'd probably be more, be worth more. Probably be worth more than as an investment. Yeah, I think I'm going to start investing in uh, fake nineties. Uh, gross Pulse out. is where the money yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, just mark my words. <laughs> this time next year, po- the pog market's going to explode. It, everything's cyclical, even yeah. pogs, because they're actually round. <laughs> very, well, clever. <laughs> oh, thanks. Sausage. Ugh. I guess swallowed weird then when I was trying to say sausage party. <laughs> it was like I was trying to vomit while saying it. Sausage party. Sausage party felt like stuff written in 2005 that Eden Adam Sandler would find juvenile and problematic. It was at yeah. that tail end of the tail end of the era of raunchy R-rated comedies. I sometimes miss that genre, but it needed some time off. I yeah think, yeah I think that um that was when Seth Rogen realised that he had to start doing something with his life yeah yeah and um, same with Jonah Hill yeah and um Jonah Hill went you know Wolf of Wall Street way yeah and Seth Rogen has like he wrote large swathes of Preacher which is probably one of the best comic ta- adaptations ever mm-hmm. and then worked on Invincible which is yeah. probably one of the best comics adaptations ever yeah yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and he wrote uh, Mutant Mayhem as well. Yeah, he's been doing good. He's doing, doing good. Did you ever see that one where he gets um, pickled? Where it's his, his um, and he plays his ancestor, he falls into a vat of pickle juice, and he gets no. like pickled, and he, uh, yeah, it's like a, um, uh, like a caveman thawed out of ice, like an en- sort of Encino yeah, man, Encino man but it's, yeah, but blast it's, from the past thing. It's it's fun. It's a fun fun little movie. Yeah, I, I like it when people do weird things like that. Like yeah. everything that. Um, uh, Daniel Radcliffe makes. Yeah, I yeah. watched Guns Akimbo the other day. It's great, like, isn't it? <laughs> what made him make this? <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> it's the so they, they made um, Crank and Crank Two. 
It's the same people, and they did uh, Happy. So weird. You know, that one where you can see his imaginary friend. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same people That's, who made that. They're the weird bunch, those yeah. people. I'm glad they're doing stuff, though, because we, yeah. we need more weirder movies like that. Going we definitely out. do. Yeah. Uh, speaking of genres at the end of their ropes, Marvel's What If has been a good amount of fun. I sincerely want them to make a Seth Green Howard the Duck movie. It can't possibly yeah, be worse than the good. first one, or without a paddle, right? See, I like Howard I mean, the Duck, but I'm not a fan of Seth Green. No. I don't want him to get work. <laughs> is, it, is he problematic? He's an NFT shill. He's into like... like oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a crypto freak. Yeah, he tried to make that cartoon. Well, it was his, his ape, and all his apes got stolen. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, had, he had to pay like 80, 80 grand to get his apes back. What oh, a dick. Is that even still coming out? Oh, oh that was the funniest thing. That that was a good day to be on the internet when Seth Green's apes got stolen. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I have no sympathy for people who bought into that bullshit. Neither do I. No, you deserve it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've I've been hoping that they keep it more light-hearted and not tie into tie it into the Kang bullshit of the greater multiverse narrative. Mm. I actually like Kang. I think his motivations make so much more sense than Thanos's did. Thanos yeah. blipped out not only sentient life, but plants, animals, and microbes. So how does that exactly heal nature? In fact, it probably destroyed many ecosystems. I, w- <laughs> I agree. I agree. That's a very good point. I will also say, if you've got all five Infinity Stones, the e- basic economic principle doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, no. If you, if you can change reality, just change the resource amount. Yeah, it doesn't just, make any sense. You can just make it that nobody has to eat. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh yes, yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. So like, but that would have been a really interesting one if you took away like a, a major thing that people find enjoyment in eating, yeah. and nobody could do it anymore. That would be a direction um, to take a what if episode. The uh, the oh, this uh, the universe isn't big enough. Why isn't it? Yeah, that's also someone had to say. But just make it bigger. Yeah, you knob. <laughs> make make, <laughs> make it big bigger. Purple doofus. I just think that if I had the Infinity Stones, I would do a much better job. Yeah, I would like, as well. Although I, I would, yeah. I would blink a lot of people out of existence. I've got yeah, to be but honest. I'd, I Any, wouldn't be random. I would be choosing people. I don't want to be blinking who, them out of existence. I'd be sending them somewhere because I'd, I'd I would, create, I would feel bad about being a mass murderer. Yeah, I'd create a whole duplicate universe and send all the right wing pieces of shit. People who talk at the cinema. Yeah. People who check their phones at the cinema. People who let their dog <laughs> shit on the pavement and they don't pick it up. That's uh, not what I was up. There was this, um, I saw this on Blue Sky a couple of weeks ago, mm. that this guy saying uh, they should get all of the right-wing people, his people, because he was a right-winger, uh, yeah. we'll buy an island, all the like the manly men, and we'll go and live on the island, and we'll prove okay. to the, the, the liberals that we can do better, and we'll okay. make our own society. And I thought, so you want to get together all the able-bodied, virile <laughs> young men, so you can go and live on a tropical island together, and farm, and... Build buildings to live in with all of your all of your friends. Macho, macho man. <laughs> it's the steel mill from The Simpsons. <laughs> what was his name? Roscoe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. God, that was a pull. It was good, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Sometimes there's some things in the deep recesses of my mind that have stayed there for a really long time. I don't know how to speak a second language, but I know all the lyrics to all the Genesis songs for some reason. <laughs> um, yeah, it's yeah. Thanos is small thinker, man. Yeah, he's, he's not as smart dumb. as he thinks he is. No, it made more sense when when he had Mistress Death in the comics yes. as a con- yeah. as a sort of like love interest, like to service Death. Yeah, that made um, more sense. 
Anyway, I am happy that they got actually got the same actors for this show. Well, some of the time. They didn't get Chris Evans, which is a huge shame. Yeah. I totally walked back on my retirement from Marvel only to do roles like that, especially if it became a movie. Yeah, I agree, yeah. Like, I would do... If I was, like, a, a big-time actor in Marvel and then my character got killed off and they said, do you want to come back to voice, yeah. voice him in something? I was like, yeah, sure. I always think, though, that, you know, it must get boring from them after a while. And, like, yeah, yeah. he's a good actor. He is, um, yeah. And he's... All, whatever he's in, even if it's shit, he's really engaging in it. Was he in um, the new uh, Scott Pilgrim? He came back, didn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, I thought he, he was. Um, yeah, he voiced his character. They all did, though. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. That's really, really shocking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shocking they're all alive, to be honest. I mean, I always worry they... about that when things happen, like get a sequel 15 years later. Yeah. They all had so much fun making that film, though. And that mm. that was a. That, that was like a. A cast that would mm. had so much potential like yeah they've all gone on to do such big things yeah. as well every single one of them <laughs> yeah it really great like rory culkin like mary elizabeth weinstead like it's just it's insane the amount of talent in that film yeah i love that movie yeah it's really good i really do love that movie yeah yeah it's probably one of edgar wright's best i'd say so but i haven't i still haven't seen um uh, last night in soho if you're not it's really good no i haven't seen it yet no, he was one I kept meaning to get around to it, but never did. I've seen his Sparks documentary, which is great. I've not seen that. I, no, it's really I, good. I really like Baby Driver. I know it's got Kevin Spacey in it, so it's slightly. I know I can't watch yeah. it anymore. <laughs> um, uh, well, but the thing is, John Hamm is great in it, and yeah. um, what's his face? Jamie Fox is great. It, it's such a good film. Yeah, such a good film. good film. You just got. I've just got to pixelate Kevin Spacey in my head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the theme song for What If should be the Creed song, What If. It has everything. <laughs> the word Avenge. An album cover with a celestial sticking out of the ground. References to an axe. <laughs> I mean, okay. I can't argue with you. <laughs> no, it all makes sense. Okay, I'll see myself out, Thomas. Did you see the um, Paramount Plus Super Bowl commercial? With uh, no, I've seen um, the uh, screenshots of it. It's and... so weird. Yeah, but it's... Really... But genuinely, it did make me laugh. It looked like they'd all been abandoned in in the middle of a desert. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. that's essentially what it is. They're all abandoned in the snow and they're going to freeze to death. Yeah. So weird. (laughs) Uh, Do you want a new email? Sure. Thank you for that, Thomas. That was great. This email is from Squid Ludwig. Squid. I saluted you as well. It is entitled Dazzled and Contoonsed. Excellent. Hey, Toonhounds. Hound Dog Howl. Ooh. 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 I always feel so iffy listening to Toon Hounds episodes about things I haven't seen. But, dot, 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 man, that last episode was so, so good regardless of that. And maybe better because of having not seen either of the things you discussed. It's this weird. A... Everyone, everyone has said this, this This episode was one of the best ones. And I was like, really crazy, isn't it? Yeah. I can't remember what we did that was good. How are we no. bottling this? I know, it's like we, um, we complained about a movie for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what the people want? Maybe. Maybe. I think sometimes people love the episodes that have got a real shit episode versus a good episode. Yeah. Uh, This is a testament to the quality of the show. I had a great time and now I'm going to check out Delicious in Dungeon. It was already on my list, but your discussion moved it up. Good. You should watch it. It's very good. I haven't watched any more episodes. I'm at that stage where I'm like, I enjoyed it so much that I can't watch one. I need to watch a couple. Yeah, I'm waiting for a couple more to come out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to binge it. The highlight of the episode is absolutely food fight. I felt like I was delirious and experiencing auditory hallucinations listening and trying to figure out if the things you were saying actually happened in the movie 
or if you were just making shit up to see if any of us actually watched it. No, no, <laughs> no we weren't. No, That's the we, weird thing. all happened. <laughs> Honestly, you could have said anything and I'd buy that it happened in this movie based on your descriptions of it. No, it <laughs> is indeed a movie about serial mascots fighting Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so weird, man. I don't understand it. I don't understand how it was made. I don't want to understand it. No. We don't, I don't think we deserve to understand it. No. Like, that's like, it's like forbidden knowledge. Yeah. If we understood it, we'd live forever. <laughs> it's like hearing the true name of God. <laughs> yeah. Or we'd revert back to our own primordial... Prim, oh, we'd catfish. Yeah, exactly. We'd go back to am- amphibian days. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't say the word primordial. Primordial. It was like stuck in my head. I was going to say primeval. Um, primordial. Yeah, it'd be like a... Mr. Mix Pitlick epi- uh, yeah. thing, or however you're supposed to say that. Jeff knows, he always corrects me. Mix uh, it Pitlick. Say this. You think it's yeah. Mix it Pitlick? Mix it Pitlick. He knows how to say it backwards as well. I can't do that. That's uh-uh. that's too far. Fucking nerd. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't watched season two of What If yet, so who knows when I'll actually, actually listen to this episode. <laughs> so, mm. what if I actually get around to it? Squid in the future, hi. I look forward to being you. Remember to love yourself too, me, you kick-ass. And that goes for you guys too. And all you hounds out there listening, see you all in the future when I listen to this. Have we got people sending themselves future messages through emails now? Um, I would say just, uh, you're not going to listen to this anyway if you're not going to listen to it. But yeah. um, I don't think we've really spoiled any of the episodes. I think it's I think absolutely so. yeah. fine. Yeah. I mean, you, we, but you're not going to know that. I'll, uh, no. We could like cut out this bit and then just upload... Just this one <laughs> Two part. Two squid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody else listen. <laughs> and I'll put like um, 45 minutes of ads afterwards so it's a full length episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of Marvel, Rich, I cannot believe you remembered that I have that Dazzler pin. And you're right. Oh, I, I don't collect them. So it's unfair. I just like the character, but you are welcome to the pin. I if can't you can take come and pin. get it from me. <laughs> I can't. He even, Squid, you even said it in the... Uh, on the discord i cannot in good conscience take that pin from you because i know how much it is worth uh you should sell it on ebay um and you even if you set it as half the value as the items are currently you'd probably get a hundred dollars for it so you need to sell it <laughs> or just cannot keep it if take you like your it. Dazz- if you, yeah if you or like keep it yeah 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 your yeah. pin <laughs> Daz- i don't um Though it is one that is clearly missing from my collection, I don't mind if I don't have it. I would much rather you keep it because you like the character. I was mm. only joking about the pin. And I know you know I'm only joking, so I don't need to say it, but I am going to explicitly say it. I am only joking about your pin. But I, I, I'm coming to take it. I'm more I'm more pissed off that Vidizen sent Jeff a fucking pin <laughs> for Christmas. Uh, like I, I'm going to give him hell about that till the day he dies. Like, maybe by my hand. <laughs> I can't. No, I can't. He's he's much more buff than I am. Yeah, he'd, he'd tear you apart. He'd shred you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He'd open you up like a duffel bag. <laughs> he's got he's got those calluses from playing music. So you yeah. know, like he wouldn't even feel it as he pummeled me to death. <laughs> but anyway, I am coming to take your pin off you. I'm um I'm on the way. Yeah, I mean, I'll trade it if you want another pin. <laughs> yeah, you can trade it for what? Uh, have you got any uh, duplicates? I've I've got a really good squid octopus pin that Ooh. I'm looking at right now. It is a lovely pin, uh, but you know I don't 
I also don't want to get rid of it. So This is a swap shop. <laughs> yeah, pin swap shop. Uh, I am a massive collector of pins. Um, yeah, I just fucking love pins, man. They're just, I could tell I then, see one in a shop. Your, um, your voice went down a bit then. So I'm looking you at went, them. You were turning around looking at your pins. <laughs> <laughs> That's the giveaway. When the, when the voice volume drops, I am looking at something I own. And you know how <laughs> loads, of people, loads of people get um, like buyer's emptiness and stuff like that from the things they collect? Yeah. I don't. I've got this really weird thing where I collect things and I all I have to do is look at them or hold them and I'm like, this takes me back to when I bought this. Like, I love this and I love it now. I don't you get would buyer's have, regret from anything. You would have done so well as like a medieval lord. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> uh, th- You'd just be like it. picking up a goblet and admiring it and going, yes, this is one of my favourite of my collection. Uh, this is this is how you can tell I'm an actual true Brit because it's like <laughs> it's such a colonial type yeah. uh, love of things like oh the Elgin marbles I will love these at my house um, yeah um, the email continues it says anyway I know there's something I'm forgetting let me just rub my chin pensively for a moment hmm something about being an electrician bees maybe bee mail mm, nope. Don't seem to have the power to recall what it was. I feel like it was very important, though. Oh, well, I'm sure I'll think of it later. I've got to go edit multiple podcasts now, so have a good fortnight, everyone. Oh, Squid Ludwig, no. signing it's, off from the Toon Tower cubicle farm. Squid, if he's next and you've just given her an in, like you've summoned her... I mean, the I, thing um, is, he hasn't. That's, that's the really depressing part Is V part not sent an email no, again? No. Mate. She has lost her role <laughs> as primary fan. Where is her emails? Like, where are she... they? <laughs> where yeah, where is her emails? Where are her emails? Um like genuinely, V, what what is up? You 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 called me and said called she didn't call me, she called like added me on the Discord <laughs> and went like, Where are you? Why are you so busy? Send me a fucking email and I'll come back. Yeah. What is wrong Jeez. with you? What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> We're but joking, seriously, though. seriously, if there is something wrong, like we hope you're all right. Yeah, hope you haven't got stuck anywhere. <laughs> no, that just that just makes me think she's stuck in a dryer somewhere or something like that. <laughs> no, not a dryer. That makes it weird. <laughs> I think it's just like, stuck down a hole. <laughs> oh yeah, that's much better. <laughs> yeah, stuck in a drain. <laughs> <laughs> stuck in a drain. She got stuck down a plug hole. I hope you're not stuck in a dryer. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you're not, because of the implication of what being stuck in a dryer means these days. (laughs) Uh, We've got an email here from Matthew Tucheroni. I knew Matt was going to send a mail because he loves Delicious in Dungeon. It is entitled, What If? Season 2. Rich, Spivzy, Toonhounds. Matt. I actually didn't read almost any comics until my 20s. I learned about the DC and Marvel heroes via TV shows like Batman the Animated Series, Justice League, and the Fox, Spider-Man and X-Men shows. See the September 2023 episode of Toonhounds, True Believers. That's not the worst way to find out about DC, I've got to be honest. That's probably yeah. the best way to find out about uh, DC. Yeah, that was that Marvel... probably my run of it as well. I don't think I read I don't think I read DC comics until like Arkham came out. Like Arkham Asylum my, came out. Uh my Marvel Unlimited uh subscription runs out soon and I am looking forward to transferring to DC. Yeah, it's reasonably. There's stuff. a lot yeah. that I wanna read. Yeah. Uh, in my current comic reading habits, I definitely enjoy non-superhero stuff more. Yeah. Uh, Pretty Deadly is a wild series, like beautiful and surreal. 
mm-hmm. the graphic novel adaptation of the Discworld novel Mort is so good. I it's very good. One. Oh, it's cool. really good. What are some of your favourite non-superhero comics? Hard mode, oh. no manga. Oh, I can do this so easily, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. Uh, do you want to go first? Um, uh, Sandman. Sandman's brilliant. Mouse. Sandman Mouse is brilliant. Uh, Persepolis. Yeah. Um, yeah. Transmetropolitan. Yeah. Uh, Fables. Uh, uh, Eight Billion Genies. Eight Billion True. Genies is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Saga. Uh, yeah. That's my list. Okay. So uh, I would add to that because I'm annoyed that you picked Chew because Chew is very, very good. Um, I Monstrous is fantastic. It's yeah. a new one I found. Fables is great. Um, I would say... Uh, Sex Criminals. F- Sex Criminals is yeah. great. It, the the big collected editions are called Big Hard Sex Criminals, which is always <laughs> always in, uh, enjoyable for me. Saga is great. Um, what's the other one that uh, Brian K. Vaughan did? Is it... We three, the um, yes, yeah, the animals. Why the last man? Although it is very of its time, it's very problematic now. Yeah, slightly problematic because there's there's a few um, cross dressing quote unquote mm. jokes that aren't yeah. don't hit quite well. But that was you know it's a, a of its time uh, thing. Uh, TMNT, uh, the IDW oh, yeah. series yeah. is phenomenally good. Um, oh, d- you've got you you need to read Duke. The, um, the oh, the one with the Transformers. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> um, what else? Preacher is Preacher not is, as good no, as it's everyone good when, says it is. It's good when you're a kid. When you're like a teenager, mm. it's good. But it's, I feel the same way about The Walking Dead. Yeah. I feel like I've liked The Walking Dead less as I've grown older. I have them all, and I have them all because I started collecting them and then I never stopped collecting them. Yeah. Um. Hmm, I'm trying to think what else. There's a, um, I think it's IDW who do this run. There's a Godzilla Valentine's Day special coming out this month. Which I've apparently not... is like a, a romantic comedy just set <laughs> during a Godzilla attack. It sounds good. brilliant. <laughs> uh, From Hell. From Hell is really, mm. really weird read, but I really do like it. Uh, Pride of Baghdad is very it's, good. There's a, there's a few, aren't there? I think we've got. I think, we've, I think, I think we might have exhausted the list at this point. <laughs> <laughs> we are just literally just listing comics. <laughs> it, it's just great. There, yeah. There are Rolling Stone have a fifty best non-superhero graphic novels, and I have gone through virtually all of them. That's and fun. They are always good. Always good. I um. I, I just read the end of this email. Um. Thanks, Matthew Tutoroni. Sent from my PC desktop computer. <laughs> <laughs> we did mention that last episode. <laughs> Sent from my iPhone. Uh, is that it? Is uh, that over the email? Uh, it's one last email Ooh, entitled oh second email. Four. It's entitled second email from Squid Ludwig. And it says, okay. oh yeah, I turned V's power back on. <laughs> but she's still not got uh, uh, sent an email in. No. Um, from Hell. Have you ever read From Hell? No, I haven't, no. Give it a go. It's so, so strange. Um, There is a whole chapter of the book that is based on a tour of London and the old sort of um, Masonic sites. Mm. Um, But it loops in like the royals and their sort of like secret police and the elephant man and Masonic Masonicism. I don't know if that's a word, but it sounds like it is now. Masonry. Um, It is now. Yeah, we can't call it masonry. That's stonework. <laughs> um, and like 
it feels like a fever dream. It's incredibly weird, but I just I've got a really nice version of it that uh, Rachel bought me like a few years ago. Um, and it's just such a weird book. Mm, um, yeah, yeah. Um, we also got an email from Apple telling us that um, <laughs> there are auto automatic transcripts of podcasts on the Apple app now, which um, Spotify has been running these out as well, and they're really funny because they don't make any sense. <laughs> they they're quite bad at transcribing audio. Nice. So look forward to that because I'm pretty sure it would be quite funny. <laughs> I wonder how they're going to translate my 9-11 joke from Stormdorps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, uh, you know, the M-Class had it already on their, on their Spotify one, so you could read the um, the transcript while going through it. Oh and it said, God. like, I'm, I'm Jeff and I'm just, and it's gotten <laughs> bad. Damn, son, where'd you fuck this? This is Star Trek podcast. Yep. <laughs> 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 I mean, that is the gist of it, really. That's the Pretty gist much, of that yeah. show. That's every episode. Um, right. Uh, I think that's it. For Do you tonight, know what? For tonight's Do you know episode? what we never did? What's that? We never decided what we're doing next time. Oh, we didn't. We didn't even think about it. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what is what's come out recently that I want to watch. Yeah. Uh, I've got a I've got Crisis on Infinite Earths Part One. Uh, oh, we can't do superheroes again, surely. We've no, just done we it. Can't. We've just done it. Um, man, I don't know. Oh, what do you want to? Shall oh, we do? You've got an idea. I've just had an idea. Uh-huh. Shall we do one of the Lego movies? Should we do? Should, should we, we do, do Lego? Two, one each, or Should we just do the the original Lego movie? Yeah. Should we just do Lego as a, as a thing? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Because all okay. we do is talk about Lego. Let's let's frame it around something. <laughs> all right. So look forward yeah, to us talking about Lego for an hour yeah, and I occasionally mentioning a movie. <laughs> I saw Matt's comment. It's like, oh, they're winding down the podcast. Why is there 10 or 15 minutes left? Oh, one of them has mentioned Lego. <laughs> yeah. We're consistent. Um, yeah, we, we are. Anything, it, yeah, we're nothing but consistent. <laughs> Lego and comics talk derails yeah. the podcast every time. Yeah, right, we'll do Lego. Um, Lego. We might pick, we could pick the movie and a short. Because there's loads there's, of shorts. There's so many Lego cartoons. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're just glorified uh, ads for toys. Oh, definitely, yeah. Literally. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Lego Batman film is quite good. Yeah, I enjoy it. I've got a... Um, yeah. I mean, I'm doing what you did then. I've turned away from the mic so I could look at my Lego. <laughs> yep, I heard you. Yeah, I've got a uh, the Lego Joker. I've just Ooh, got the minifigure nice. of him. I got it free with the DVD. Very nice. Yeah. I, so that's, that's uh, probably a rare one. But nobody's got that one. I think I, I don't think I have the Lego Batman from the uh, Lego movie. I do have a Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, I've, got a, ba- a, I've got a bag. Batman, but I don't know what uh, series is from. I don't even know where I got him from because it didn't come with the Joker. That's weird. Yeah, maybe it was a blind um, bag. I don't remember. Right. Okay. If you want to support the podcast, you can head over to Patreon.com/slash. Toonhounds, and for as little as indeterminate amount of money a week, it's a pound a <laughs> month. It's a pound, I think, isn't yeah. it? Um, yeah. Which is next to nothing, man. Pound. Yeah. I get 50p each from that. Yeah. I, I think, oh, you, sent I think... me, you sent me our Patreon payout, and I was like, my God, I forgot yeah. we even got paid for this. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good, because I wanted to buy a game that went on sale, and I thought, oh, I haven't got the money for this. And I went on, and we had exactly the right amount of money from the Patreon so to go to buy that game. Yeah. That is so <laughs> weird. Um, but you can support us, and we we'll, we do extra stuff sometimes, and yeah. probably should do something again. Um, 
Yep, and uh, if you want to send an email, you just send it to store. Oh, Toonhounds. Nobody's ever sent an email to that email account. Uh, <laughs> You've done one email episode on Story Lords. <laughs> uh, we, we, we did get an, e- an email like a few weeks ago, and it was like telling us about some um, uh, other reviews that were on other platforms. So oh, we really? read them out. Um, <laughs> Do you know what would be yeah. really funny, though? Like if people were sending you emails consistently throughout the entire series and you read them at the end and it was all references things that none of you remembered ever saying yeah well we're doing <laughs> um we're doing that idea of having a quiz show at the end of the oh, really? um, yeah. end of the That's season great. and That's seeing really if fun. we can remember <laughs> yeah. uh which would be really funny um but yeah so you can send an email there uh to tune hounds at gmail.com um but also if you wanted to suggest themes for us Themes is a, we never get suggestions. If you want to suggest something, V kept a list. Although I, I think she doesn't like us anymore for some reason. No, um, she does. She loves us. Uh, you can send. Uh, you can just you know if you're on the Discord, just suggest some themes, man. We we said we'd get Nate on at some point, and I think we said we'd get Squid on as well. We need to we need to get some guests again. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll get some more guests on. But if there's anything in particular you want to see. Uh, just let us know, man. Because yeah. sometimes we forget. We forget. There's too many cartoons out there. There are a few. Uh, yeah. We should do. We need to do space soon. Oh, we need to yeah. do like visionaries or. Um, uh, we need to do future. Ulysses Thirty One. Yeah. <laughs> that Sherlock really Holmes cartoon. Yeah. That Sherlock yeah. Holmes. Sherlock Holmes cartoon. Yeah. Sherlock Holmes in the twenty um, second century. Yeah. We need to do that. James Bond Junior. We need to do. Oh man, James Spy Bond cartoons. I, I had... The James Bond Jr. board game as a kid. We could do spies. We could do James Bond Jr. and Inspector Gadget. Oh, man. I love Inspector Gadget. You've, you've wanted to do Inspector Gadget for a long yeah. time. We'll make spies the next one after yeah. Lego. Yeah. Um, spies. <laughs> spies. Um, uh, is your podcast out yet, Spivzy, your other one? Um, soon. It's a soon. Maybe when this episode comes out, the first episode Ooh. will be out. It is called go. The Unlocked Door. And it's a Twilight Zone podcast. We've got um, uh, the ghost of Rod Serling on as a <laughs> as a co-host. He he can't speak because he is a ghost. He's um go- his incorporeal form can't. Yeah, yeah, you can't hear him. There's he a goblin, there. but he's outside of the studio on a wing. Yeah, so you won't he's... be able to hear him munching on the <laughs> yeah. engine either. But why um, should I believe you? You're Hitler. <laughs> um. Yeah. So please listen to that. Uh, it'd be good to get some uh, cross synergy going with that. Yeah, as a, yeah, as we're gonna have, we're gonna have to podcast. we're gonna end up making a a network, aren't we? <laughs> Build yeah. a podcast network. Yeah. What would I you call? Already... It? What would you What would you call your network? Uh, NoCharityFraud dot com. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh... I'll promise to you. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know how that dude isn't in fucking prison. Jeez, um, seriously. He's, he's like there's more videos. stuff coming out, and he's still yeah. making videos. That's still the thing. Videos. I'm trying to win back your trust. How are you doing that, dude? Like yeah. you've not done anything differently. You're still pretending it doesn't exist. Fucking jerk. Um, <laughs> uh, charity fraud is one of those biggest, the biggest things that I think yeah. it just sets me off working for a charity. Ma- as well. he's, he's a massive jabroni. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, what was the same before? What would we call the network? Um, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I don't even know. Rich Masters Podcast Network. <laughs> No, I can't because it doesn't. It all stems from continue, doesn't it? Yeah. Like that's it. It's like it's almost like there is a no, there is a far more normal version. Yeah, of normal I was boots. I was talking to um 
to Squid about this when we were recording the other day that like the, every podcast I listen to has got Josh in the centre. It's like this like, yeah. nucleus to a podcast network. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Yeah. He's the sun to our solar system. And he is so uh, nonchalant about it. If, if you, right, let me yeah. tell you something. If you think you know Josh Henderson, yeah. you do not. He has a persona for podcasts. He is a very chilled out, normal person that has this <laughs> reputation of being like a complete Wacky. weirdo. <laughs> and he is not. He is, he is genuinely one of the loveliest people to talk to. He's a very supportive person. Uh, he's just really nice. Him and Jeff are very nice people to know. Oh, we've got a. Uh, we've also got a message here from Curacle, just on the oh. on the, on, uh, the Story Lords Discord that I'm reading through while talking to you because I'm ignorant. It says, uh, "Toon Hounds is such a great podcast. No imitation could replace the top rich and spivzy banter." So there you Aww, go. There's a review for you, a five star review. <laughs> oh, I love Brody. He's so good. Um, <laughs> he's he's doing the music for us for um for Unlock Door, and it's amazing. Oh, sweet. Yeah, it's incredible. Uh, oh, I see it. That's nice. Oh, Heavy Metal Cat's gonna come and. Come and talk to us as well. Uh, come and uh, listen to the podcast as well. Yay! More people. Yeah. And if you do come and listen to the podcast, you'll be able to hear the fantastic theme song that was written for us, written and composed for us by Vidison. And it's oh lovely. yeah, yeah. The 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 uh, beautiful Greg who only gives certain people uh, enamel bin badges. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I can't let him forget it. Um, right. Okay. Next time we are doing Lego. A time after we're doing Spies time after that we'll figure it out uh but get your emails in early for your lego opinions i have i am spivzy and i know so much about lego (laughs) you uh, like we're lego fans (laughs) um i might even uh share i've already shared loads of pictures but i've I've just built the lego ghost from Mm. ahsoka so i will share that on the discord um but yeah uh give it a listen and yeah we'll see you in a fortnight i guess yeah, but, in, um, in a two week. But uh, in the meantime, take care of yourselves and each other and be good to everyone you encounter along the way. And I don't know what I normally say there. Try to defeat fascism one step yeah. at a time. Yeah, punch a Nazi in the face. Yeah, it's All always right. allowed. <laughs> <laughs> they they honk like a clown if you punch Yeah, it it's hysterical. Face. Yeah, it's really good. It's really they fun. drop like right. a sack of potatoes. Because they've got no backbone. <laughs> <laughs> Bye! Bye! <Bye-bye. laughs> Wow, what an outro.